0: Boom. <laughs> back to Goonie's World. I'm Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined as always by Johnny Farrell, also known as Sean. Hello, happy Halloween. And Meanie, also known as Ryan. (laughs) And... (laughs) What the fuck that (laughs) was? <laughs> it's scary is it was, what it was, As you can tell, this is our Halloween special
1: Yes But
0: we're not done introducing no, we have people we a
1: special guest
0: And her name is Lynette Well, Lynn, also known as Lynette
2: Yes, and also known as Lunicorn Lunicorn, Lunicorn. The, okay. Lunicorn, Lino, the okay. Lunicorn
1: Or Lynn Or l- 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 l-
2: Or you can just call me Bitch Bitch <laughs>
1: We're gonna be calling you bitch. All right, bitch. All right, bitch. <laughs> All right, bitch.
3: Hey, get over here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, tonight, uh, in honor of the Halloween season, we're gonna play Call of Cthulhu. How appropriate. It's a classic, a classic tabletop role-playing game. One of the first. We're playing the not the latest incarnation of it. Uh, we're, we're a couple editions, a couple of editions behind, and. Uh, I also prefer kind of a fast and loose pulp approach to Call of Cthulhu, especially because we're on a podcast We make gloss over minor points of rules, so you purists who might be listening, be aware of that. Uh, but today we will be adventuring in Arkham, Massachusetts sometime in the 1920s, and uh, we are here because three characters... The stories of their lives are coalescing at this time. Lynn, what is your character's name?
2: Margot Macy.
1: Margot Macy. And what is Margot Macy like?
2: Margot Macy is a very traditional flapper kind of girl. Finger waves, fringy dresses, short hemlines. She's a singer and dancer. She's a party girl.
1: Well... Sounds like a fun time. She is also the niece of a resident of Arkham, Massachusetts. A man named Gareth Mosby. A gentleman of leisure uh, who has a big house on the north of town. Who's been uh, missing. Disappeared six months ago. Along with a young adopted daughter. A girl he uh, adopted after a research trip to Africa little girl named Constance. But they've been missing, and they're both presumed dead now, and have been legally declared dead. And he's left his house, and some effects and things like that, to his niece, Margot, who has come to Arkham, come back to Arkham. She only stayed with her uncle briefly after her parents died, and now she lives off that trust fund money. Anyway, uh, she's come to town to just talk to the attorney who's handling everything, get a key to the house. She's taken the liberty uh, beforehand of, uh, by phone, hiring a private investigator to go with her because when the attorney talked to her on the phone and told her about the house she was inheriting, he said that there had been reports that vagrants had been staying in it because it's been, you know, sitting in there in probate for quite a while. And just to make sure that no one leaps out at her from the basement or anything like that, she's uh, she's taken... uh, she's hired a private eye... And let's meet that private eye right now. Ryan, tell us about your character. What do you want to know? Anything you want to know, I tell you.
3: Well, That's I, how this works.
1: Yeah, all right, all right. Tell us your name, mister. My name's Saul.
3: Saul Mor- Moran. Saul Not Moran. fucking moron.
1: <laughs> right.
3: Well. Moran. With an A. Yeah. I uh, hear
2: Saul really knows his <laughs> onions. <laughs>
3: That went over my head, babe. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, understand that at all. But I do like onions. I don't like tomatoes, but I like onions. And I'm a private investigator, and uh, I came down to Boston from New York because Boston has superior clam chowder. And um, now I, I uh, work in Boston typically, but uh, I've come out to Arkham here to uh, help Margo. Uh, investigate this house because, you know, there might be some bums, some vagrants uh, living in there and uh, we're going to take care of them.
1: That's right. And he's met her at the train station and uh, the plan is that uh, he's going to drive her over to uh, the the attorney who handled all this, Randall Cobb, uh, who is uh, Mosby's attorney. Uh, But before you get into the car there in the train station, I'll point out that it is Halloween and it's just before the close of business on Halloween. And oh, so there's Christ. a crisp, crisp, cool uh, Halloween night. But it is now drizzling and raining. And you can just imagine all the disappointed young trick-or-treaters in Arkham. if it's, uh, That won't stop most of them, of course. But uh, uh, a, s- a storm is definitely blowing in, along with uh, you know, scattered leaves as the train pulls out and away across the Miskatonic River. And All the lights of Arkham begin to come on On this beautiful fall night If you call Drizzle beautiful There is a woman approaching the car Before you get to it And uh Colin, Goonie Can you tell us a little bit about your character Because this is you coming up to muscle your way in On the situation
0: Yeah uh, Her name is Rachel Hemingway and She's a reporter For the Arkham Gazette Newspaper And she's come to investigate this um, house because she knows that this is where the, uh,
1: what was his name? Uh, Mosby, yeah. Okay. She knows that was the last place he was uh, known to be. Yeah,
0: that's where he lived, and uh, and so he it has gone missing, and, uh... Yeah, when you
1: first tried to write about it, Detective Dempsey at the police, he, he was, you know, less than forthcoming with you. You know what I mean? He's not very trustworthy anyway, but uh, he had clammed up about it, and they didn't let you inside to look around. They don't have to, but they often do as a courtesy. And, uh, you weren't able to, You didn't get anywhere with regular police. You could never get in, but you've heard that uh, Margot's coming into town tonight. You heard that she's hired this Boston P.I., and This might be your chance to get into the place And, and have a look around So I'm going to leave it there with you here in, As uh, Dark falls outside the uh, train stations By the Miskatonic River in Arkham, Massachusetts On Halloween
3: So she's approaching the same car that I'm approaching?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah Hey, hey, hey What's this? Who are you? Excuse me Um, Is this
1: uh, M- Margot uh, Mosby? Macy Macy a paternal not the same last name sure. yeah. he's the maternal <clears throat> uncle
3: yeah. well it should be I think she said to pick me up what are you doing here
0: I'm a reporter my name is Rachel Hemingway uh, I just wanted to see if I could uh, if you don't mind take a look around the house I don't think it was thoroughly investigated by the police uh, I think it's a real disservice that wasn't and maybe we could find some clues to find out what happened to the old man well that's I mean I
3: I assume uh, he's probably you know deceased along with the little girl but um, uh, you know that's kind of what uh, I'm here for as well so uh, I don't know what do you what, what, what do you say Margot?
2: You're a truth seeker or you're just looking for just looking for some dirt spread around.
0: Well I can't pass up a good scoop but I am looking for the truth I, I, I do want to find out what happened.
2: Well alright it's
0: something fishy I think.
2: It does sound pretty fishy uh, you're, you're welcome to join us
0: yeah, quite fishy. I think
3: uh, well, suspicious, so to speak.
1: Uh, well, in order to get to the house and confirm any suspicions or put your mind at ease, as the case may be, uh, because it's a Call of Cthulhu adventure, so you gotta think everything will probably turn out okay. It's it'll be no, no big deal. No monsters, it'll ancient horrors. Be and, happy. Nothing ending, so better. It bad work out ever happens fine. in Arkham. No, 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 no. But uh, to get the key to the place. You're going to have to go see Randall Cobb, the attorney. And uh, you can hear the bells striking six from uh, the Miskatonic University bell tower already. And you know he's waiting for you there. Uh, So imagine you can hop into... And uh, you're picking her up at the station because she's just arrived by train and you've driven out from Boston. Oh. So you've okay. got a car. I'm in the car. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm completely misunderstood. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. But everything, reality is slowly coalescing around <laughs> the train station. As, uh,
0: Mind if I hitch a ride with you? Uh,
3: Well, uh, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. Just don't get in the way. Uh, and then plus, it's, it's some pro- there's some non zero probability that we're going to be dealing with some vagrants uh, and some some bums and some hobos and stuff that have been living in the house and uh, you know just uh,
0: I can handle myself
2: Don't be a dumb door.
0: I am not no N- dumb, door. dumb door.
2: Nobody likes a dumb door. Nobody
3: likes a dumb door. Or a, or a I can't think of a an alliteration for Rachel but anyway, get in.
0: <laughs> Hop in the jalef. I'm not afraid. I've got some something in my purse. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah? You get some, like, uh. some, uh, bear spray or something in there?
0: No, it's a firearm.
3: Oh, like one of these. <laughs> like, open my suit jacket and got, like, a side holster. Very good. Uh, smart woman carrying a.
0: Mine's carrying a, a l- piece, like. Lady gun, though.
1: Yeah, he, uh. Yeah, you've got an automatic, right? Is it a. Uh, yes. Colt automatic. Like yes. The, like the shadow you.
2: We don't have weapons on our list. Does that mean we don't have weapons? I
1: mean, yes. You don't have a weapon. You never needed to carry a weapon. Why would you carry a weapon? Just be. Just, and got just,
2: just Kick teeth some and ghosts claws. in the jewels. Yeah. Eh, don't Kicking worry about Kicking that about ghost in the jewels. Between,
3: yeah. uh, between Rachel and uh, myself, I think we got we got everything covered. Everything we could possibly <laughs> run into, any vagrants, or bums. There's not going to be any ancient horrors or uh, you know old gods or anything like that. We're going to have to deal with for sure
1: you know, you, like I say, people hear these stories about Arkham. There's always some, some strange story about some old family, and uh, you know, a lot of people think it has a lot to do with the university being here. And,
2: a bunch of malarkey. And yeah. but uh,
1: That being said, there are, there is a pretty good occult books collection at the university, and everybody knows that. So that does draw in, you know, uh, a lot of these, it feeds these urban legends. And for most people, life in Arkham just goes on Normally, as any other place in, the, in New England in the 1920s. But as you drive through the mist, as you cross the Miskatonic River, which is sort of surging angrily below you on one of three bridges. There's about 22,000 people in Arkham, so it's not like a tiny little town uh, for the time. Uh, like I say, the college is here, but its downtown area is north of the Miskatonic River. And, uh, as you are approaching Independence Square, you can see that there are some young trick-or-treaters, uh, their costumes, authenticity perhaps marred by the umbrellas that their parents have forced them, you know, to take with them, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you see a pirate and a ghost and, uh, you know, a few other creatures of the night with little umbrellas and bags knocking on doors, which are little globes of light, you know, in this misty darkness. You pass Independence Square, which is this classic, uh, you know, this Revolutionary War monument in the middle of a, a, grassy square and a gazebo for bands and things like that, but it is all but obscured by the driving rain as it gets heavier and heavier, and the thunder gets louder and louder as the storm comes in, and you pull up in front of the very small law office of Randall Cobb, and... Hurry to the door the bells jingle as you push through and he's turned off most of the lamps for the evening except for the you know low green lamp over his desk and he looks up oh oh yes oh yes do come in out of do come in out of the rain yes just yes. come on in come on in can i make you a can I make you a nice uh, something to drink perhaps a bit of brandy would that warm you all up
0: uh no wait this is a uh, prohibition era isn't it <laughs>
1: Prohibition, schmo brother. Come on in and have a bit of branch for medicinal purposes.
2: Yeah, uh, I
0: do have a cold in this weather, so I'll
2: I have a little sniff to myself.
1: Yes, it's
0: medicinal little purposes
1: little, only, you understand? A little, yes, a little uh,
3: hair of the dog. I refrain, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a
1: smoke. Anybody want to? want to smoke? Oh, please oh, feel oh. free to smoke. Nothing unhealthy about that. Right. But oh, me, me. Ah, uh, yeah, here. here, here you
3: go. Here you Thank go. You. All right, Brody, You? What about you? Uh, you? You, 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 you want a butt? <laughs>
0: Not unless you've got any cigars.
3: Cigars? Oh, holy mackerel! That's a big butt. That's a big butt you got there, woman. (laughs) (laughs) Big butt me.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: We are up on our 1920 (laughs)
3: sled. Unfortunately, I'm uh, I'm fresh out of uh, fresh out of cigars, but uh,
1: I I just happen to have some cigars for special occasions. This is close enough. Not often we get a reporter from the Gazette here. Thank you very much. Uh, he hands you a, a cigar, and now, uh, Miss Macy, thank you for coming. Uh, he, I have an envelope right here with keys to the house. I know you stayed there briefly for maybe eighteen months or so I in did? your mm-hmm. teen years. Yes. Yes. Uh, so you sure you remember your way around? Uh, of course. Uh, your uncle. ...had specific instructions drawn up long before he disappeared... ...and you were always to be his heir. There was a provision that you... ...would inherit, of course, the house... ...and the sum of $20,000. Uh, there's some legal work that still needs to be done... ...because this $20,000 is going to be held in trust... ...you would be able to live off and use the interest... ...until the 21st birthday of your... Uh, ...young niece, Constance... However, Constance, also having disappeared, been dead, Uh, a judge will have to, of course, sign off on this, but I presume all of that principle will go directly to you.
2: Sounds Um, like a bit of a pickle, but we can work it out.
1: Yes, yes. So, uh, as I said, there were some rumors uh, about vagrants staying in the house, and I see that you have uh, taken precautions with... uh, is Is it Mr. Moran? Am I... Reading that correctly, it's not Moran. Moran, of course. Moran. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean your reputation. Your reputation precedes you. Uh, Obviously,
2: yeah. he's a big six bimbo. Yeah.
1: That's what. What? That's what. She, that's right. Yes. Well, whatever she said is correct. Now I should point out that uh, your your uncle, of course, uh, was a gentleman of leisure with no particular work. However. He did maintain an extensive library on his upper floor. Oh. And, uh. Books. Yes, but uh, you may. I I would just recommend that you catalog those books immediately. He. uh, He was something of an amateur academic, as it were. And they may be of great value. I believe his wine cellar also is most tastefully stocked. I see. So, a bit of good advice for you there. And if you would just sign this receipt here, Miss Macy, I can, uh, have you on your way. Uh, well, I must be off. I must go home and, uh, see to the, uh, see to my young ones and, uh, walk out into the rain with them, I suppose I must, at least for a little while, and do some trick-or-treating.
3: Yeah, give them some, uh, bees and all that kind of stuff, you know.
1: Well, I, I hate to see their teeth go rotten from, from all these sweets but that's just the way it is.
2: Well, you know, everything in moderation, that's what they say. Yes. Don't want to be a wet blanket.
1: Well, I'm afraid uh, from what I know of you, Miss Maisie, you would consider me rather a wet blanket. Yes, rather staid old New England attorney. That's me. Yeah. But now, trusting that you will find everything uh, in order at the home, I will give you again. This envelope it has the key in there, as well as the deed to the home and uh, several of the legal documents. And uh, see, you have signed the receipt. So, if you don't mind, and he begins escorting you sort of towards the door. And oh my goodness, he says as he opens the door, and the rain—the rain is really picked up and windy too. He gets uh, his umbrella out, and walks down, to, uh, waves goodbye, and a little uh, cone of light—you know—from a street lamp at the end of the street, walks off to his home and, uh... Meanwhile, the house is not that far from here. It's about, uh, oh four or five city blocks. The house is on the northern edge of Arkham.
2: Well, if it wasn't so rainy, I'd say let's ankle.
1: (laughs) It would be a lovely night for a walk if it wasn't so rainy. You're right about that. No, I think, uh, it's probably best to, uh, pile into the jalopy
3: here and uh get over to the you stay dry anyway i mean i got an umbrella if we need it but
1: all right so you're driving around in a convertible with an umbrella no it's not a convertible. <laughs> uh. anyway though you uh start up the car and head off through the rain and I'm
2: again by the way, a breezer is what we would call that, if it were in fact a convertible. Oh, okay. Just so you know.
1: It's no breezer, so <laughs> there's no problem with the rain. It's a hot top. And towards the edge of town, and, uh, when I say edge of town, I mean it almost looks like literally the edge of town, because there's a low stone wall around this house. It's on about a three-acre lot, uh, which isn't that much, but it's big enough that uh, there's a big overgrown yard around it, uh, and uh, some huge old trees that are, have not been maintained, although they're, mo- they're mostly bare now, and uh, a small sea of leaves inside this large yard, but uh, the house is semi-obscured by trees, and there's no lights or anything. It's just a black, shadowy hulk through the rain as you pull up. The drive and beyond the house to the north, it uh, is woods. Not creeping right, not heavy old growth woods creeping right up to the low stone wall, but there's some uh, sloping plains and clusters, dots of trees. Uh, the street continues, of course, and goes off to the north. Uh, uh, towards Boynton Beach and uh, other crabbing and lobstering communities and things like that. But uh, the town seems to stop rather suddenly. And behind you, the lights of the town, obscured in the, in the rain and to the north, just dark forest. And in the middle, this great big old house. It has a turrety type of tower at the very top sticking up out of it. And uh, You're pretty sure he used to have a telescope up there, you remember, but you didn't go up there. You spent most of your time in this one room in the house because you were young and creeped out by the place and, you know, didn't want to be where you were and didn't understand why you couldn't have your trust fund money now and so on and so forth. So do you want to take any special precautions on how you uh, enter the property? I guess I leave that with our private eye. If well, I mean, he doesn't... <clears throat> and you're pulling up in the jalopy into the uh, U-shaped drive in the front. You know, the two gates to the house. And, uh, so, that's where we're at. Um, well, yeah, and he doesn't think...
3: I mean, I was kind of joking around in character a little bit about, you know, oh, we're not gonna see any moss, but he doesn't, he doesn't believe in any of that shit, so... No, I, I don't think he was going to take any real precautions. I mean, he, he thinks there's probably vagrants in there that he's going to have to root out.
1: Um, and if there are, they're being pretty careful about the lights right now. They definitely don't see any sign of the lights. All right, well, you got the key. You want me to go
3: first? Do you feel uh, better about me going in, or you want to go in yourself? No, I'll
2: let you go in first.
3: All right, I'll take that key, and I will unlock the door and proceed. And if you broads want to stand uh, uh, stand back behind me. You know what?
0: I'm going to go first, just because I'm a o- I'm going to prove that I'm a lady and I can handle myself. I'm going to march right in. Well,
3: the door's locked and I got the key, so...
0: Well, right after you open it, I'm going to march right in.
3: I'm going to body block her. <laughs> no, if she wants to go in, she can go in. That's fine.
1: Well, before you unlock the door, everybody makes spot-hidden rolls. That is a skill, and it's percentiles. This just, is just, uh... It doesn't necessarily... Oh, well... Uh, well,
3: I fucked it
0: all up!
1: Yeah, yeah I see that, uh... Ryan's older than 95. He wants to roll low, so he hasn't seen anything.
2: Yeah. I rolled Uh, an 83. I don't think anyone
1: notices anything particular or special about the outside of the house. So, with that, Saul opens the door with his key, and then I assume he does not interfere as... Pardon me. Rachel Hemingway barges her way. She's got her hand
0: in reaching into her purse, which is on the handle of her her gun, but she doesn't pull it out.
3: I... Well, I, I... Saul has his pistol out and at his side. He's with his finger off the trigger, but he's
1: not taking any chances. Well, when you walk in, you can see that you're in a... Well, it's a type of room they would call a hall. And there's a balcony up to the second level with stairs leading up, you know. And big old chandelier, but it's obviously not on. It's... So there's a second level right up above you with the stairs going there and then there are rooms ahead of you and to left and right it's all pretty big and open and spacious though looks like there's a lot of large there's fewer large rooms in here and not like a warren of a bunch of tiny little rooms but it's you can just imagine in fact you know a bit of your memory as you walk in and you can you can remember that chandelier being on And there's a big piano over in one corner that's now, like, draped with a sheet and things like that. And But there's also a a pallet made out of uh, newspapers and things where somebody's been sleeping. And there's some cans of pork and beans. Somebody has actually made a fire uh, of a few of the chairs that were in this room in the fireplace. We've got some
2: lollygaggers around here. There's
1: definitely signs of recent... ...inhabitation in by vagrants. Now, it's, you think that there was like a... You're pretty sure that to the left of the hall is like a big long dining room with this ridiculously long table. That's what your memory is telling you. And in the back, you're pretty sure is where the kitchens were. And uh, to the right, there's like a little, you know, sitting room and parlor where there was a radio. And then he had a little study. And upstairs, you know, where you, that's where you had your room. And uh, there was his room up there. And you remember, he had a great big library upstairs that you weren't allowed to go into. And and uh, you only went up to... There was an attic, and then past the attic, you remember that tower. And you went up there one time uh, with a telescope, because he was showing you this really cool star called Aldebaran. You just, have, you just remember that name. And he was, like, pretty fascinated with it. So that's as much guide as I could give you to the interior of the house. You do also remember a scary basement that you only went down to like once to steal some wine.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I would know where switches and
3: Yeah, yeah, do you want to Yes. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It look. Look, there's clearly signs this place has been occupied you know where the light switch is I recommend turning it on actually I recommend not turning it on because then we're not gonna be able to see very well out of this room we'll be able to see very well in this room but any place that's dark it's gonna be difficult to see so I recommend not turning on the light at the moment and instead I'm going to uh, and you've got a gun why don't you get that out I think that's a good time to get your gun
2: I knew you knew your onions I know
3: my onions and my tomatoes. I fucking Ra- hate tomatoes.
1: Rachel, you want to take the gun out of your purse? Yes. All right. Sometimes she, the gun is mightier than the pen.
0: Brandishes her uh, 38 revolver. Okay.
3: All right, if there's anybody in here, I need you to come out with your hands up. And he's going to start clearing all the hallways, all the exits out of this
1: room. Everybody make listen roll. Listening is a skill. Five. We want to roll low, oh, yeah. lower than our skill. I've skills.
2: rolled an
0: eight. Oh, I did.
1: Oh well, Saul misses this probably because he's you know concentrating on something else and hollering. But but in after his voice died down, you guys hear like something sliding upstairs, like like furniture sliding across the floor. I, sh- sh- I didn't want to hear that.
2: I heard it. I didn't hear nothing. It's sliding. There's something upstairs. It's
0: sliding across the floor. And then of course the second you say, did you hear that? You know it's over. But now it's just... mm. Well, I thought I heard something.
2: I definitely heard something.
0: What'd it sound like?
2: It's like furniture moving, something sliding. Sliding across the floor. Where? Upstairs. Upstairs and Above us? To the to the left?
1: Uh, that was hard to tell. Wait, where's wait, where's... Okay, where the stairs located? All right. Yeah, they're right here in the hey, okay, middle hall. Okay, okay. All right, I'm gonna go up. Okay. You guys got my back? Yes. All right.
0: I'll cover you. All right.
1: Okay, wow. are you going second in line? Or are you gonna bring up the rear with the revolver? And yeah. You're gonna walk in the middle then, yes. Margo? Yes. So, you guys creep up the stairs.
3: I say again, if there's anybody up here, you need to come out with your hands up.
1: Now, at the top of the stairs is the big double doors that lead into the library room that you were normally not allowed to go into. You went in there once. When you went through it to get up to the attics, you could go to that tower and get the telescope, and you just remember a lot of old books in there.
2: And as we're walking up the stairs, I'm going to quietly exit those double doors in the library and point out where the bedrooms okay. are. Like, the basic to the
1: your right house. was like his bedroom, and there was a little sunroom, and then to your guys' left... Would have been where your room was, and there was a guest room there. You're not sure if that would be Constance's room now, or what, or what your old room is now, or any of that stuff, but. Right. If that helps you visualize it at all up there. Yes, yes, indeed.
3: Alright, so. <clears throat> we're at the top of the stairs. Alright. Can you point me in the direction you think the sound might have been coming from? One of It was just
0: I vaguely. Think- uh, uh, above us, I don't know.
1: Well, yes. when you said to the left, that was actually a pretty good guess. Oh. Actually a right. pretty good guess. To the left. I think your hunch was good on that. But then that I'm, means maybe one of the bedrooms, one of the, the, the guest bedrooms or where she used to stare
2: Yes, let's look down there first and then... Alright, I'm going
3: to
1: creep over toward the bedroom
3: doors. Mm-hmm. Okay, first one. First, closest, closest one. one. Yeah, yeah. <coughs>
1: Alright, you're right outside the door.
3: I've got... My pistol in one hand. The doorknob in my other. And I'm gonna... Slowly turn the knob. trying to make it as silent as I possibly can. And as soon as I feel like it... As soon as it stops... I'm gonna slam it open and point the gun in there.
1: (laughs) While you are... Trying to... Oh, so quiet. Make a sneak... Roll. I'm not so good at
3: sneaking, boys. or girls. But I
1: did a freaking oh, great nice. job. Oh, yeah, it, it does not even make a sound. You slam the door open, like you said. And... First thing you see in a flash of lightning is, like, this really creepy-looking face, and these big buggy eyes, and you realize for a second it's a doll. And this room looks like it's, uh, decorated for a little girl. Uh, there's a few dolls with big porcelain faces staring vacantly, their heads like tilted oddly, sitting on a little chest in the corner. I'm just gonna shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. And and
0: can I see over? Yeah, yeah his you guys can
1: all and see and you. in. You can all get a view. Mm, that's, of the that room.
0: doll's a bug eyed Betty, for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have this Three. weird. It's like sound effect in my head, of like as you're describing this, like these hee, 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 like these little kids laughing oh, and shit. Creep, like, Come
0: yes. play with
1: us <laughs>
0: forever and
3: ever.
1: <laughs> well, such things happen on Halloween, but there's no, there's just the dolls, there's nothing else. Yeah, but the bed, uh, it's like out in the middle of the room, it's not up against the wall. In fact, there's a blank area that looks like it's. Ideally, where the bed should be, and it's out in the middle of the room. You can see that there's a carpet underneath it that's been uh, like half dragged across the room, like it's misplaced. Wrinkles, yeah, whistled. all wrinkled. And of course, there's a closet in here. It's, it's, a, it's more of a wardrobe than a closet. Well, well, ladies, I'm gonna have to
3: go in the closet. In a toy box. In a toy box. Oh God! There's a there's a there's a dwarf in here, moving beds around. Um.
2: Rachel, keep your eye on the door while he searches around.
3: I, I I'm really I'm uh, well I'm first thing I'm gonna look under the bed.
2: I just don't want anything right. sneaking in yeah, behind so us. You look under the Good bed
1: there's a monster that goes, oh, I'm only worried about it if you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here to get kids. No <laughs> Nothing under the bed at all except for a little pair of slippers and a baton.
3: I will take the slippers and okay. a baton and examine them closely.
1: Okay. Well, it's just a normal little girl's pair of slippers, colored lavender, and the baton is like a small bantam-sized one. But a baton, Like a baton, like a twirler baton? Yeah, like, oh, a, like okay. a drum majorette might, uh, I see. might, might <clears throat> have. Does anybody else want to do anything else in the little girl's bedroom? And you assume this was Constance's room.
2: I would like to just see, is her stuff packed? Or are her closets and drawers full of her little girl things?
1: What well, would you like to uh, open the bureau and see?
2: I will open
1: the bureau and see, yes. Okay. And it's the type that's a chest of drawers and a bureau, like where it's uh, like a great big cabinet, that when you open them, the bottom half is drawers, and then the top half has enough room to hang clothes up, you know? And so, you get up and open that. And inside are a bunch of clothes, look like for maybe a seven to nine-year-old girl, somewhere in there. Uh, you can make a spot-hidden roll to see if there's anything uh, out of the ordinary. Meanwhile, while while Margo is looking at that, Ooh. are you doing anything special in here, Rachel? Critical Other than success. keeping an eye on the door?
0: Uh, oh. Critical
2: success.
0: Yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on the like, outside the door. And, but I kind of will be looking in the room as well mm-hmm. uh, If anything, like, you know, catches my eye
1: Okay, well while you're out there making a spot, hit and roll And you, meanwhile, Margo, when you're looking at the clothes You notice that someone seems to have cut holes in a lot of these outfits They've cut holes, like, below the sleeves, like on the sides On either side, there's, there's holes cut out Isn't And then that there's, interesting. there's, in a lot of the pants, there's a hole cut out in the back uh, so there's that And then meanwhile do Did you, you ever
3: meet this little girl?
1: No, she never did oh. Did you notice anything outside? No, I didn't No
3: good. Oh, no, it's not <laughs> <laughs> Sure
1: Yeah, but that is that is No, she never did meet Constance And again, she was like They say he adopted her When he was on a research trip uh, so Somewhere in Africa
2: Constance? Yeah uh, okay. okay These holes
0: were on the sides And one on the back
1: yeah, there's one like, well, in the pants, they usually have one, they have one in the back, like, uh, high on the buttocks.
0: Yes, yeah. I think I know exactly what that is. That's a tail. And the sides, maybe wings? Or tentacles? Or tentacles, tentacles or something. Yeah, yes, yeah. I,
2: well, I was thinking creepy. tentacles.
0: It's a demon child, for sure. Well, um... Well,
2: that seems a little far-fetched, but... It is. It does raise questions. My farthest from the
0: Gazette, which I, is uh, the paper I write for. We, we write about this stuff all the all the time.
1: Well, it, right in that minute the door slams shut, and we're all in the room. Yeah. Now well, I well, was. You are in the way of the door slamming shut. So uh, yeah. make. What is your strength?
0: Strength eight. Okay.
1: Yeah, as the door slams on you, you wrestle with its strength as it some, some okay. otherworldly strength is trying to push the clo- door closed Got against it. you, but you succeed, and you manage to wedge you know your foot and thigh and prevent the door from closing Hold all on the there. way. And it hurts when it slams against your thigh, but not enough to do any actual damage, but you know, when you get popped in the meaty part of the thigh, that hurts was, and you don't know if it's wind or what But you definitely felt like something was pushing Someone God. just tried to close the door on me And you don't see anybody out in the hall But they could be standing on right on the other side of the door I guess
0: uh, Yeah, I'm gonna try to uh, Just uh, Look real fast behind the door okay. With my gun
1: Nobody out there Meanwhile, what are you two doing? Saul and Margot
3: I'm going to open the closet door and uh, put my gun in there and look for a demon child.
1: Well, the the wardrobe was the closet where she just looked. So um, you could look in the toy box. Then I will look in the toy box. Um, Inside the toy box, more stuffed animals. There's a dollhouse in there with little dollhouse pieces and then a cloth bag. Um, But as your... Uh, and it's, like, right there in front of the window, um, that's the chest that the little dolls were sitting on, so you kind of move them out of the way to open the box. And just in the bed, slides across the room right towards you. Make a, a dexterity roll to get out of the way. Your dex times five. What is your dex? So it would be... 70. Okay, make 70 or less to leap out of the way before the bed smashes into you.
3: 26.
1: All right, you do that, and the bed hits the window, or hits the wall. You realize it could have potentially pushed you right out of the window, you know, smashed you through the window if it had hit. And then the door on you just goes bam, bam, bam. Not like it's really trying to do any damage, but but just to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Just to, like a frustrated, you know, aggression.
0: We've got a spare that around here. An angry spirit Well, certainly what it seems like Anyone have a Ouija board? I do not, I do not Maybe there's uh, one around here in this house somewhere
1: Well, you never know, there could be something like that in the library But there doesn't seem to be anything else particularly interesting in this room Now, then, you know that the next room is the room that you stayed in um, And then, of course, the library and his room and That's just the upstairs stuff
2: Let's continue to investigate
0: This house is creeping me out
1: <clears throat> yeah, Coach, yeah,
0: I agree on creeped both me counts. out as a
2: child, but you know how children are. I didn't know if it was just whimsy or...
3: Well, I think uh, our best bet at this point is to uh, proceed to the next room, uh, where it is it's uh, apparently your room? Wait a second. When you stay... Oh.
0: I want to speak to this spirit. I believe it's the spirit of this girl that disappeared. Uh, I think she's trying to... Contact us. Maybe, maybe we should reach out. I'm gonna say, what what was her name? Constance. Constance, yes. Constance, is that you? If you give us a sign, if you can hear us.
1: For a minute, there's just a dead silence. It's just the muted sounds of the storm from outside, and then the music box in the corner of the room (gasps) starts playing.
0: Well, that's certainly creepy. Well, that's that's a sign you was asking for. That's a sign. Is there any sort of uh, uh, it's just a like a lullaby type song. Yeah, yeah, kind of creepy lullaby. Ask her she can knock. All right. We gotta ask her. Uh, what do we wanna ask her?
2: Just ask her if she can knock.
0: Yeah, but we'll, we'll say. And
2: then we'll do like once for yes and two for no right. kind of thing.
0: But what? What do we want her to answer? Maybe uh, what happened to her? That's
3: a, that's a little complicated for, for not yeah. answering. <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> oh yeah. It's
2: gotta right. be yes or no. Well, let's first find out. Let's confirm that it's constant. Well, hey,
1: everybody yes. listen. Boys. Shit. As you're having your conversation. Fuck. Oh. Uh, oh. Nope. Oh. No. Alright. Okay. Did we all fail? We all sucked. Well, there, was, there probably was nothing to hear anyway. I wouldn't worry about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Seems likely.
2: Famous last words.
1: So what was, oh. what was your plan? What was so
2: your plan? we can at least confirm that it is, it is in fact, Constance. Okay, to and, get then, knock. and then it's, go from there. So if it's, so so it's,
0: you are Constance, uh, yes, one knock
1: for yes and two knocks for no. From downstairs, towards the back of the house, you hear, Bam! Bam!
3: Well... Um, I oh guess crap!
2: That was a, n- a no.
3: That was a no, and it was also downstairs. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think Saul is 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 going to instinctively run downstairs because it was a big bang. It sounded like a big
1: thing. It thang. did. It sounded like a big bang. So he's not he's, like an explosion, but like right, like a boom, right? Something big and strong, and you know, he's going to go. What do you to guys do? He tears out onto the balcony and storms down the stairs through the great hall towards the back of the house. I'm what staying with do? the bimbo. Okay. But, oh, he—that he, he's all the right. Thing. Yeah, because you guys—in case the listener's not aware—bimbo in the 1920s, a hunky man, good-looking man, a tough, tough man, tough, tough guy, a tough man. man. I'm not all that tough, but I got a gun. Well, the bimbo with the gun runs downstairs, and our yeah. flapper is hot on his heels.
0: Uh, I will. I'm not staying alone in this room, so I will follow.
1: Well, the, no more news is happening in this room. Not any good news, anyway. So I assume you chase these two down the stairs. Already, you've got your. You know, you can already hear your editor telling you he doesn't believe your wild stories of bangs in the night and creepy music boxes and so on and so forth. You're just probably eager to find some kind of physical evidence of something strange happening. Some kind of goo or something. Yeah, some kind of ectoplasm. Yes. Well.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Saul Moran is charged down the stairs. You run down the stairs into the kitchen door and across through the great hall past that uh, piano And the second you get past that piano you remember it's covered with a sheet it starts playing Just banging this magnificent uh, Music that was just mildly creepy after everything else has happened starting to uh, You're a disbeliever and everything's starting to shape up, but you get through that kitchen door. I assume and inside You find, uh, there is like a cast iron stove that's been knocked over on its side, and a pipe that had connected it to the wall has been ripped out like a, like a a chimney pipe. So like a wood stove? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's been knocked over, like someone's ripped it out of the wall, and there's one shelf that's just completely shat, like crumpled, all the, everything's fallen off of it, as if the bangs were maybe being ripped out of the wall and then hurled. (laughs) to crash into the shelf and has landed here and as you walk in and then what and you two are just right behind him you know yeah. hot on his heels you see a uh, a knife that was laying on the floor a great big old carving knife floats up into the air now when everybody sees that everybody makes sanity rolls okay it glints in the low light yes and if you succeed then you only lose one sanity gotta and you only, it looks like all of you succeed, and you only lose one sanity. And then the knife comes flying across the room towards Saul Moran. Who's going to shoot at the frickin' knife? All right. In that case, you may do so because your dexterity is what? 14? It is 14. In that case, you can shoot at the knife before anything happens. And it's a small target. Well, I rolled an 18, which is more than... More than enough uh, to hit a small target in the darkness. And the knife spins in the air and hurls itself into the wall. and sticks pretty deep. I mean, a couple inches deep in the good old-fashioned New England craftsmanship wall. A lot of force behind that. I mean, you hate to think what would have happened if it had flung all the way into you. It would have gone through me like a knife through me. Through that's, butter. that's accurate. Anyway, as you, uh, as the horror of that wears off, suddenly every bit of cutlery in the entire kitchen levitates up into the air and pivots and turns and faces you. I don't guys. got enough we bullets for this. Uh, yeah. Well, everybody dodge for the doorway as dozens of knives and forks yes. do not make it. Oh no! You get mostly out of the door, but tearing into the back of your calves and the back of your thigh as you make oh. it out the door is uh, a couple of forks and a stick knife. Oh, and all together you take seven points of damage as oh. blood trickles down the back seven of your leg and you are hurt badly.
0: That would make... that would sp-
1: means you have three hit points left.
0: Yeah, but that's... Uh- Actually, more than half, so that would be a. Like, that that means that you. Major or whatever. Well, what it means is Wound. that
1: you might go into shock. Whatever your constitution times five is, what is your constitution? Eleven. Then you need to roll a 55 or less, or you're going to go into sh- to shock and uh, lose consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. The door, the kitchen door, slams behind you guys as you all skid out into the uh, the now quiet and Beethoven-less great hall, and you see Rachel swoon for a moment, and then her eyes flicker. She falls to the ground. And you can see there's a steak knife and two forks buried in the back of her leg, and uh, she is fallen down unconscious. Well, Let's hope that her.
2: the twenty points that we had extra. I put 20 points into first aid. Let's hope that that pays off.
1: Let's Indeed. hope.
3: <coughs> but for to, in order for it to pay off, I think I need to, we need to drag this uh, broad outside where these uh, floaty knives, poltergeist knives, can't jam into her legs anymore or wherever.
2: Probably b- would be wise to get out of harm's way.
1: Yeah, right. Well, you, you want to try to pick her up or you want to drag her? It's a smooth floor... Come
2: on, you're a bimbo. You can carry her. Car- I'm a
3: bimbo. Car- oh, I gotta got carry her in front of, Come in front on. of Ma- Mago, Mago
1: Macy. Alright, yeah, you uh, you pick her up, and you go to the front door, right, so... Or, I guess you could go back into the kitchen and go out the back way, but I'll assume you're on the front door.
2: I think the kitchen is a place we'd like to avoid.
1: I uh, concur, yes. Alright. Well, you get to the door, and you open it, and suddenly a strange otherworldly light shines in from outside. The sky is a deep dark purple, and the stars against the night are almost like anti-lights. They're like black light stars. They're blacker than black. Blacker than space are the stars in the sky. And there's a pinkish purple sand howling across the landscape, and up on a hill you can see there's a whole line of people crucified on X-shaped crosses. People of all different colors yellow people, purple people, red people, and it is absolutely horrific. And make sanity rolls as you see this. Did we just conflate Cthulhu and Carcosa? Oh. Well, they're part of the same overarching mythos. Yes. And uh, if you failed that sanity roll, lose D8. sanity.
0: I'm glad I don't have to
1: see that. Yeah. Now, do you want to go outside, or do you want to close the door?
3: Well, I don't think going... I mean, not you don't that... You want to go to Carcosa. Saul doesn't know that this is Carcosa, I'm sure, but... And I'm not even sure it is, but I strongly suspect. But I don't think going to Carcosa, taking Rachel into Carcosa, is going to be much better than staying in the house. So I'm just going to shut the fucking door.
1: You shut the fucking door, and then through the window...
2: Shut the front door. And
1: through the windows of the Great Hall and everything else, it just looks like rainy night in Arkham on a Halloween. But when you open that front door, it's like Gina Davis and Beetlejuice, you know. Mm-hmm. They open the front door, and suddenly, somewhere very different.
2: Well, let, let's get this dame laid down and get, get some... First aid. Get some cloth. We need to hopefully not go back in the kitchen. Other oh, curtains in here. There's curtains. there's curtains. There's also take my tie couch off use that. Or, yeah, and there's another
1: bedroom, of course, or that, that or you tourniquet. haven't been into yet. There's presumably your your uncle's bedroom as well. Of course, if
2: all the cutlery's already thrown. I don't know. I don't know if we should go back in the kitchen.
1: It's probably like a whole but water, wall full of cutlery, in, you know, embedded in it. In the back of the yes. door has probably got.
2: I suppose it can always pull it out of the wall and throw it again, though. But water and cloth would right. be good.
1: Well, there is a bathroom on this lower floor. And it's uh, It's in. It's, you got to get through a study, but it's not... Your uncle did all his studying in his library. What they call a study is just a room where there was a desk and uh, a radio and things like that. And there's a bathroom on the other side of that. And you can get wet towels and a few other things to... Uh, Prepare yourselves to make your first aid roll as, as best you can. So let's go ahead and make that first aid roll. Yes. Alright, the points pay off. And we have a success. And so you will be restored of 1d3. And that's, you know, we just roll six sided dice, and 1 of 2 is a 1, a 3 of 4 is a 2, 5 of 6 is a 3. And that's how. Hey, you get one, but you're not unconscious anymore. You come out of consciousness, your leg's... But I still have up.
0: three hit points, though, or do I get one hit point back?
1: Uh, yeah, you got one hit point back. Okay, I yeah. have uh, four. So you have four hit points. points now. Which should be all you should need. <laughs> and that that took a bit, though. That took a good ten minutes, you know. And in that time, yeah. I'm assuming there were no further... Piano
3: playings or color. No, no further strange
1: out. events down here, unless unless during that time you went off by yourself no, and did something I else. I
3: was specifically not willing to do that and get killed.
1: Anyway,
0: Ooh, I, I I must have dazed off for a minute.
3: Yeah, there was some uh, some my uh, stuck in your on your calves, but uh, Ms. Margo there got my uh, got y'all got them all taken out and got you, uh, put back in shape. Uh, it looks like, uh, you don't look like you're doing too good, though. I gotta tell you, uh, Rachel, you don't look, uh, I'm don't too good. a little for wear. But, um, I got some bad news for you. Um, if you open the front door, uh, some other places outside. It's not Arkham. I don't know where we're at. Um, it looks like, uh, a different planet, uh, where they're crucifying people. Uh, so, um... I don't think we should go out there. Uh, Normally, I would say, let's get the hell out of here and never come back, but unfortunately, it looks like we're stuck for the moment.
0: I think you're taking goofballs.
3: Well, uh, I'll open the front door then and show you.
0: Fine. I don't mind if I do. I'm going to go march right in there.
1: Okay, you uh, go over and you open the front door. See, there's nothing. Well, what what you see is this glittering, fantastic city with minarets and spires. It looks like something out of a... A storybook or a fairy tale, and beyond that is this deep, deep azure blue sea. Uh, Stormy looks like a a gorgeous fantasy kingdom. There's this uh, forest in between you and this great city that is sparkling, and there are little dragonflies, or are they fairies? Flittering about above the forest. You can see some big ruins of white marble in the distance.
2: This house is like a floating door different dimensions. Uh, I'm
1: starting to think that might not be too far off the mark. But this place, while certainly not Arkham, Massachusetts, definitely looks a little bit better than the last time you opened the front door.
0: Mm, that's very inviting, actually. Better than this house.
3: I gotta say, that does look uh, look better, um, but I don't know... I, ha- I have a funny kind of feeling... That, that it's actually that it looks nice, but it's not so nice once you go there.
2: This house is. Oh, it's just an illusion. Has anyone tried to stick? hostile and 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 if we have our choice to go into a lovely fairy tale, that horror that we just saw a few minutes ago. One oh, with the
3: knives in our legs. <laughs> 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 right. Thank
2: you.
4: Thank you. I'll be here, I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but no I, I I yeah I I tend to agree that I don't know but it's it's rough right because we go out there it looks nice and then all of a sudden there's like uh spooks and poltergeists and, and ghosts and stuff out well, there
2: There's are in here too. Well that's true.
0: I say we stick a, a broom handle through and see what happens to that. See if we it actually if there is something behind it or if it
1: just incinerates.
2: You definitely aren't a dumb door. <laughs> That's I, for
1: sure. oh, I never have. Been. Clover, that doesn't sound like idea. a good plan. I went, I went to private idea. school. There's probably a broom <laughs> in the kitchen. Very funny.
0: I'm gonna march right in the kitchen. I'm not afraid of no silverware.
1: <laughs> <coughs> you better be. You only got three hit points left, or four. Well, you open the kitchen door, and the whole back of the kitchen door is just like peppered with uh, cutlery. You know, there's even a couple of spoons wedged in there. That's how hard they slammed into the door and that wall. But. uh kitchen's quiet it's a mess but it's quiet and you can see the rain through the back kitchen windows and the overgrown back garden swaying in the breeze outside during the storm do you want to go get the broom
2: and I'm gonna stand just stand in the front doorway not go outside but just while, while she's investigating the kitchen I'm just gonna okay. stand in the open door
0: um, I'm going to make sure the door is like, I'm going to jam it open somehow. I'll take one of these forks or something, and, you know, or a knife, and, and just kind of like try to wedge it.
1: Okay, and stick um, it in a little crack so it won't close all the way.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't slam okay. closed when I'm trying to run through with this broom.
1: Well, while you're doing that, uh, And you, you turn around and start sticking the fork in there. Suddenly there's a huge sound of... Uh, metal banging, and the stove hurls across the room. What's your dexterity? Twelve? Yeah, uh, a 60 or less to avoid getting smashed by the heavy wood-burning stove. <laughs> oh no! Well, luckily for you, it is a glancing blow, and uh, we'll say it hit the back of your elbow and slammed your hand into the door and, like, jammed your finger. It's one point of damage. And you were lucky on that one.
2: Go back down the
4: three.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we should just uh, avoid that kitchen altogether.
0: Did I get the broom, though? Or did yeah, I, you got the broom. Uh, all right, yes. Um, that's the last time we go in there.
3: Uh, close the door behind you, would you? <laughs> I don't want the stove or none of the stuff flying out the Flying out the room.
0: Uh, who was the. I wonder who the. someone. the cook was. It's an angry cook.
1: Well, as you go over to the open front door, looking out onto this dreamlike, fantastical world. You do what with the broom? You stick it out the front door?
0: Yeah, see what happens.
1: And you stick it out the front door, and the bristles wave in the breeze. It's not raining out there. It's not night.
0: So we can actually see it go through.
1: Mm-hmm. Right out onto the front porch.
0: But there's always... Okay, now I want to bring it back in. All I'm right, trying to. yeah. Does it go in? Yeah. All right, so it looks like we'll have a way back. But... I don't see how this will help our investigation. Any, maybe safer, but...
2: Yes, I'm not entirely sure what we should do at this point. I mean, we're supposed to take inventories of books and wine cellars, but... It just... Uh, well...
0: Well, I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm... I think... As I've said, there's something fishy about this uh, murder. And well, frankly, uh, Miss uh, what's your name, uh, Ma- 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 Margo? Margo, um, you're the you're the number one suspect because uh, you have the most to gain.
2: Suspect?
0: Well, think about it. You you inherited all of this, uh, and uh, and, the, and the the young um, girl, Constance. She would have uh, inherited, but of course she's dead too, or, or missing. So, isn't that convenient?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Sally. I, I resent that.
0: Well, it's the hard facts. I'm sorry. I, I just... Uh, how,
2: how, how would I have anything to do with knives hurling about and, and strange hauntings and, and this supernatural phenomena? It's simply ridiculous. A
1: little girl's laugh reverberates through the house, coming from the upper floor. That the little echoes, girl you strangled? Echoes down <laughs> Echoes down the stairs
2: Well
3: Well, I guess we gotta get back up there and uh finish looking in the bedrooms. I don't I don't like it, but I got no and other idea. If we're ideas. gonna
2: have suspicions of people miss Rachel honey there. With your attitude and your accusations, this seems like it would be an awfully good story for you, mighty juicy haunted oh. house with all your oh, tentacles aura. and demon tales and 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 all these crazy mm-hmm. hooey. You?
0: And all it's missing is two uh, two uh, lovers like you two. Um, you had an affair with each other, isn't that right? Who? You, what? You, pre- you acted like you didn't know each other, but you did.
3: What the hell are you yeah, talking you're about? You're making Whoopi. These broads are crazy. No, uh, <laughs> broads,
2: broads. You're including me in the crazy. This is obviously the crazy lady over here, coming up with these conspiracies and and just crazy talk.
3: Well, I I, I just I just don't. We just don't need to have a catfight. fight. We've got. We've
2: I'm am a singer, for crying out loud. I'm a singer. I sing and I I act and I dance.
0: Call that. Uh, job. Uh, You've never worked a day in your life. When you
1: say that you're a singer there's a little girl's voice upstairs. That same one was laughing begins singing a song. A little nursery rhyme. Is it one that any of us
3: recognize? Oh yes, it's one everybody
1: recognizes.
3: Well, I'm gonna go investigate this singing little girl because I think it might be a little what? girl, it might be a tentacle, little girl, it might be a demon girl. Right. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna go check it out. It might be, so, just might be Gareth Mosby
2: singing
0: like a little girl.
2: Let's use, use your head, you seem like a, a smart man as well as a, a bimbo. bimbo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> smart bimbo.
2: And if this is a ghost or some kind of spiritual haunting, what is it that you think a gun's going to do? To protect us, do you know anything about the supernatural? Do you know how to fight these things, Miss Ac- Accusatory Conspiracy Theory Lady over here? She's certainly never going to be any help because she just thinks it's us and a hoax. So what are we going to do to protect ourselves?
0: My, did I hear her? Are you, are you whispering to him, or are you? Am I in earshot of it, this?
2: You're, you
0: I think you in, heard it all.
2: Insurance. I was not trying to be discreet.
0: I never said you were up to... You were making this all up. I just think uh, maybe uh, you being the prime suspect, um, all you had to do was uh, murder your uncle and his uh, adopted daughter, and then uh, the ghost stuff is just purely... Uh,
3: A coincidence?
2: A coincidence.
3: Could be. I got an idea. I don't like it, but I got an idea. <clears throat> all right. You want to hear my ideas? I do. I think we ought to go upstairs. now. I, I can't think-
2: speak for dumb Dora over <laughs> here.
3: Oh, now I'm a dumb door. Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: now you're a dumb Dora.
3: Look, you're both dumb doors if you're going to have a cat fight in the middle of a haunting. All right. <laughs> now, here's my idea. Now, I think that the singing is designed to uh, lure us in. Right? So I think we not go to the singing. I think we gotta go to the library and find a book that tells us how to deal with this shit. Because I think you're right. I think the gun's not gonna do so much, you know what I'm saying? Like a gun against a ghost, just not working. So, I think we gotta go up to the library. Library. Because <laughs> there's no... There's only one R in the library. <laughs> and we gotta go up to the library and get... And look and see if there's a book that will tell us how to deal with this supernatural crap.
2: I uh-huh. think that's an excellent idea. But Lord's I have right. to metagamingly.
3: I mean, metagamingly, that's a terrible let, idea. Let, 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 let me, let so me, so
2: let me so metagamingly <laughs> say. saying these When we were talking about <laughs> spending points, Sean was like. You won't need library
3: use. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we were discouraged when making our
1: characters we were, from taking we library were in fact I, discouraged. I said they wouldn't need it. No right. research trips to Arkham uh, mass, uh, Miskatonic <laughs> University Library necessary.
0: However, I don't know about you guys, but my starts at library use is 75, which is still pretty Oh, good. that's way oh, better that's than Oh, that's
2: excellent. Yes, mine's okay. Cool. I, was like 20, 25, so. I have 25 I didn't well. take any
0: points so 75 is my default and that's
1: yeah that's well for important. that profession yeah Yes. so the library doors are just right at the Ow. top of the stairs
0: yes I, I believe I'm, I'm the one to uh, do this uh, sort of research since you pronounced it library you probably <laughs> don't
2: know how to read much I agree much. but I still think you're a dumb door
1: well we'll
0: see about I that
2: just, I just want to make that clear my okay. feelings about this.
1: Who wants to? Uh, You're open a bug-eyed that. Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Who is to open the library doors? The library doors.
0: <laughs> I march you, right, I right is, in, right? Yes. Right. I always march right in because I'm a confident woman.
1: Okay, or an idiot.
2: <laughs> confident woman with four hit points. You go to
1: barge your way right in, and when you. You start to open the door, which opens inwards. It's like somebody pushes it, sl- sl- closes it shut, right as you open it. Of course, you weren't really pushing. It surprised mm-hmm. you. If you want to open it again... Brood. All right. You're going to try to open it again?
0: Well, it certainly doesn't want me here entering, but, uh... Yes, I don't take no for answer. I'm going to try again.
1: Okay, so... And your strength is eight, right? Yes. All right. Roll 40% or less To push your way into this room Got it And you do Excuse me Push your way into the room And uh, It's dark in here but there's a light switch Right next to the door I assume you turn the lights on Yes uh, It's not like a huge Gigantic library Obviously, but he's got it wall-to-wall just on one wall full of old volumes. He's got a few pedestals sitting out on some tables with open books, and uh, you're disappointed to realize most of these books aren't even in English. There's a lot of books that look like they're probably in German, and uh, one book that's open that's in Latin. You can look around for English, some book in English if you want to, uh, because I know you can't translate any of these other languages. Well, there could be something useful in here in English, you never know, but this would be where you make a library useful. Alright. And you do find a book in English. And it takes a little bit to read it. It's gonna take you, you have to commit to about 20 minutes of flipping through this thing. Meanwhile, while Rachel is looking through this old book in English. Uh, and it's, uh, It was printed in Salem, Massachusetts. 1644, and uh, the title is in Latin. The like liber, I a long word that starts with an I, and the rest of it, though passages of it, are in English. And there are other parts that are in Hebrew and in Latin. But it's a small book, um, like the size of a you know, like a paperback novel would be today. Only it's a you know hardback book. So, as you're flipping through that in the lamplight, is there anything else the two of you are doing? Because that's a long 20 minutes. There's a phonograph player in the corner if anyone wants to put on some records. Uh, that doesn't seem like a very good idea. There is a liquor cabinet in here as well. And there is a metal spiral stairway over in one corner that goes up to a trapdoor in the ceiling. You remember, that's how you got up to the roof where the telescope okay.
0: was. Now, while I'm studying... Well, I'm staying. I'm going to keep an eye on you two because I I believe you might be conspiring and uh I sort of starting to feel like a third wheel. You two lovers.
3: I don't think we know, we I don't think we even met oh, before. You know, I mean, met, met like speaking out of character. I, I don't think we I think you no, just you, like, called my office and were like, "Hey, yes. you need a need a private dick." And I'm like, oh, "I got a private dick for you." And you know. Like.
2: And the rest is history. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, so, what, do you guys do anything while he's doing it? Do you just yes. rest for 20 minutes?
2: Um Yeah, I'd like to search around. Um. Uh,
1: I would like to look in the
3: liquor cabinet and see if there is anything other... I'm not looking for liquor. I'm looking for,
1: you know, anything else. Potions type things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just liquor. Canadian, and Scottish whiskey. Just liquor over here. Uh, See,
0: I knew something was going on. <laughs> a
2: little finger of scotch, right? A little over there. My go down knife is nice and smooth Do right now. You guys want to take a little pop of scotch? How about a finger of scotch?
1: I'm going to finger and then I'm going to lick <laughs> this. <laughs> Do you want a little? Do you want a, a finger of liquor? <laughs> you want a little finger of scotch? No.
2: I, do, I do. I want a little finger of, of scotch. Okay,
1: that might help settle your nerves. Mar- you think?
2: Yes, I think yeah. I'd like to settle my nerves. A li- it's all very unnerving.
1: Okay, well, very
2: unnerving. I could be at the jazz club this evening, you could singing be. and dancing with my friends, and you could be here at, I am uh, with knives hurling and getting accusations of murder and all kinds of crazy stuff. And adultery or whatever. Yes, that too. Well, Is it you, adultery
1: if you're not married? I don't even know. You pour yourself a couple fingers of scotch, and what's like. The best kind of scotch.
2: You are kind of handsome, though.
1: Oh. Well, <laughs> in, in that case, I will take a little bit of scotch. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, like a t- single malt. Yeah, it's a nice single malt. 12-year thing. something or other. Oh, it's, and it, it goes down smooth. Well, you pour it, and you're slickier. You're pouring two glasses, it sounds like. Uh, anyway, and you pour it, and you pick up the glass. And then what's your power? Your power Fifteen. Stat. Okay. It's pretty good. You got a strong force of personality. And uh, roll a 65 or less as you raise the glass to your lips.
2: 17. Ooh,
1: that's nice. For a second, you feel compelled with this urge to take the glass and smash it into your own face. And your hand even begins to move, and you fight it for a second. You fight the impulse. Man, maybe you were just a little more stressed out than you thought.
2: Oh, my. Nothing
1: nothing similar happens when you pick up your glass, uh, Saul. I'm going to shoot
2: that bad boy down. Toss it back.
3: As will I. I will enjoy
1: my...
2: I'm not going to sip this. I'm going to toss it back. Yeah,
3: shooting scotch.
1: Okay. And, uh...
2: That was intense. Did you feel it? Never mind.
1: Perhaps it was just your Imagination. Anyway, so what's your power? 12. 45. Oh, that's great. You also just feel this urge for a second. In fact, you start walking over to the spiral staircase, like you're thinking about it, like, hey, I'm going to go upstairs for a minute. And then halfway to the stairs, you're like, wait, where did I get the idea to go upstairs for a minute? Something's not right here. You definitely felt compelled and seriously urged to go upstairs. But you you fought off this impulse. It feels alien now. It feels like something's trying to dominate your mind. I actually was thinking about going upstairs, but now I'm seriously (laughs) second-guessing that thought. Anyway, all that takes a while, but uh, once you flip through this book, um, there's actually, the English is hard to read because it's really archaic but uh, there's a yeah, charm there's,
0: like ease on every
1: word there is and but it's a little rhyme actually and I'm not going to go into the whole rhyme here but it's a charm to deflect harm and once you have this little rhyme in your head then you can say this rhyme when you're going to take damage and you can spend an amount of magic points to cancel out damage until you have no more magic points After reading this book and flipping through it Rachel Please add d10 one d10 to your Cthulhu Mythos Correct. score. And you know just oh, a one d10 yep yep, and you just know a tiny bit more about it Five. at this point Now, there's some corresponding things with that having to do with your maximum sanity and so on and so forth, but we won't get into all that right now. Because there's just so much going on in this moment. So there you find yourselves in the library. You found that. You don't find anything else that uh, would give you any indication how to hurt anything, but certainly how to help yourself. I know you guys come over looking for some clues about some way to... uh, help yourselves against this threat in this house, but you still don't know exactly what it is. You heard a little girl's voice, definitely like a luring voice. And when I say it's coming from upstairs, I meant up upstairs, like definitely up those spiral stairs. Oh, that's where the the girl's singing was coming from? Yeah, from all the way up, all the way Uh, to the upper levels. So your idea of a lure is now even doubly reinforced. Somebody wants you up there. Something wants you up there. I don't know. I I mean, I kind of feel like we should all go up there, but uh, I see. Maybe we
0: ought to go do the exact opposite and go to the lowest uh, point and go to the
1: basement. I'm sure there's something interesting in the basement of a house like this as well. Oh, I'm sure there is. Well, you know, I I think, seeing as how
3: that. Why don't we split up? (laughs) I don't think that's a very good idea at all. And
1: and yet it happens so often in horror stories, if you ever notice that.
2: (laughs) It's true.
1: Somebody thinks it's a great idea.
3: All right. Well, you guys go down to the basement. I'm going to go upstairs.
2: Uh, no, I'm sticking. I'm going to go bim- to Carcosa. I'm. St- <laughs> I'm sticking with the bimbo, all the way, hundred percent about the bimbo.
3: Okay. All right. Well, uh, you want to come upstairs? And uh, I think that uh, did you say there was a telescope up there or something? Is yeah, that? Well, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah my so my uncle mom- had one up there. Yeah. He showed he, her the
1: star Aldebaran. Yeah,
2: Aldebaran. Oh. We'd look at the stars, look at the con. He told told me about the constellations. Quite beautiful.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Aldebaran's only visible from October to, about uh, March. You, uh, remember that snippet now? Back in your mind. Said it was a very special place for him. Uh, anyway, uh... So you guys gonna split up, and Rachel's gonna go downstairs? No, no, I'm not Uh, that's too bad. I love a good split up. You know?
0: I'm not with, uh...
1: Shaggy, points, Shaggy so. and Scoob go down and investigate the basement, while <laughs> Velma and... Fred... Really, it's more of Daphne and Fred in this situation. But uh Velma can just wait in the library. I'm not
0: going to let you two lovebirds make whoopee.
3: <laughs> I was just going to show her all you're, the barons. You're
2: hopped up. That's that's the conclusion baron. I've that's, finally come to. You're just hopped up.
1: Show <laughs> so her all the barons. Well, do you want to hop up the stairs <laughs> together, or do you want to go investigate any other part of this house? Because you get the... The, the The chilling realization that you're not sure that you're going to be able to leave this place as long there's clearly That's some kind of magic we've uh, got to and if you had two weeks in this library, you might be able to find some way to dispel whatever is on that door but um
2: well i, I don't i just I don't know what to do i mean, if we could get out of here, I'd just be inclined to you know get out of here and Pass this mess along to somebody else This doesn't seem like something I want to inherit Well Seems like uh, a big wet blanket
0: A matter of In a
2: world where I can be out having fun
0: Just means we had to Get to the, the bottom of this um, Mystery Once it's we solve it Spirits will be at rest That's how it usually works
2: Well, well I'm glad not. you know so much about it
0: Well I don't know but I, I think um,
2: Sounds like a bunch of hooey
3: you know, Rachel might be a little cuckoo, uh, thinking, that, thinking that we're uh, making the whoopies, but uh, the truth of the matter is, I think going out of the basement might be the best idea because uh, whatever it is trying to get me to go upstairs, um, uh, they so you know, if they want us if it wants us to go upstairs, then possibly going downstairs is the thing to do.
2: I trust your instincts,
3: I'm not sure I do anymore, but I got no better ideas.
2: I mean, I felt a strange compulsion myself earlier and I don't know that I share it.
1: But you, you heard, I mean, there is a wine cellar in the basement. Yes. Yeah, you know that much. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's true. That was part of...
0: Um, giggle juice. Yeah, get some of that giggle
3: get juice. Get some of that giggle
2: juice. That's right. We use a little right now. That scotch is a little strong.
1: Okay. Plus, I
2: felt like I wanted to smash myself in the face with it. I mean, I didn't say that out loud.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, fearing... <laughs> the upper attic and tower level. I'll assume you guys go back out through the library doors, onto the balcony. You're still up on that second light. You haven't been into, like, Mosby's bedroom yet, or his little solarium room. And you haven't been into the guest room, which was Margot's old room, and she stayed here briefly
3: as a teenager. You know what? Before we go downstairs, let's just clear let's, these and make nothing this, funny the
2: rooms. sure nothing funny going on. Oh, mm-hmm. I
0: sure want to get a look inside Margot's room, see where she hid the evidence of murder.
2: But you do.
1: Well, of course you haven't been in that room in a very, very
2: long Bang time. Bang off the trolley oh. as you are.
0: I'm sure that you told everyone you've never been in, you haven't been back in ages, but uh, we'll see.
2: You don't know, know from nothing. Don't know from nothing. You're all wet. Don't even know it.
1: Well, you uh, just
2: keep beating your gums. (laughs) Gum,
0: your gum flapping broad. I'm not a flapper. I know that. I never flapped a day in my life. Well, you
1: uh, you walk over to where the other uh, the guest bedroom is, past the little girl's room that you've already been into. And when you get to that door, it is locked. Does anyone know how to pick a lock, or would someone like to smash the door in? Well, I have locksmiths. That's with the appropriate. That's a good skill to someone
2: use. Someone could roll a one. You never know. If, well, if that's what I have.
1: So yeah, I have well, a Saul knows a little something about I'm these a, sorts being of a private things. dick. You gotta, you gotta.
3: When you're a private dick, there are locks you gotta pick. But uh, not this
1: time. Oh no, no! I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Everybody's taking a turn trying to open the door.
3: I'm just kicking the fucking thing open then.
1: All right, in that case, strength times five or less. We'll probably be fine. 75. Uh, here we go! Bam! 42. Splinter crack! The door flies off its hinge. <laughs> Boom! And it's like no one's been in this room since you left it you know, eight to ten years ago, or whenever it was.
2: Looks pretty suspicious there, doesn't it, honey?
1: Well, everything's kind of covered in, in... case
2: you can't tell, that's sarcasm.
1: Everything's covered in dust. And there's a vanity table and a bed with a canopy, you know, and a cover over it. And in here, though, there's a breeze, and you can hear the rain a lot, because there is an open window in this room. Who hole up in the window. And it uh, looks out onto the carriage house roof. And uh, that's what's interesting about this room. There is a wardrobe almost identical to that one that was in the little girl's room, and it's also closed, and uh, you haven't looked under the bed yet. But other than that, the room is fairly bare. <clears throat> I'm actually far more interested in the open window that looks out upon the carriage house, because is it Arkham out there? Yes, it is. Of course, it was Arkham out the windows downstairs, too. It was only when you would open a door or try to go outside that you would find yourself seeing another place.
2: Um, Is there a uh, ledge? Or is it a drop down to the carriage house? It's a drop
1: of about uh, four feet down to the carriage house roof.
0: And, of course, it's still raining. Somebody's been in here. I'm going to check. This room. See if there's any fingerprints in the dust at all. Well, there's Somewhere. not even a foot, foot,
1: footprints. There's no, no footprints in the dust at uh, all. There's no. ghost. There's just uh, been a little disturbance in the dust on the windowsill, of course, because the window's open. So the rain is some rain is getting. Yeah. In <clears throat> Did you leave
3: uh, the window open when you left? <laughs>
2: it was years ago. I I hardly remember think, think. it was. It was in the late summer, so it's. It's possible.
0: All right.
3: Um, Surely
2: th- my uncle came in here at some point. It doesn't really look like it, though.
0: And you were waiting for him, ready to
3: <laughs> pounce.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a they are
1: such a
3: pouncy little. What's I can't even think of a, a literary anyway. Um, pouncy little pratt, prince, princess. Princess. Prince, pouncing princess. Pouncing princess. <laughs> um,
1: as there are there curtains. Yes, swaying eerily in the green. I will take them down agreed. Okay, rope.
0: All right, again, it's just a four-foot drone.
3: Yes, but I want to be able to get back up. I can't jump four
1: feet. That's a good idea. It's curtains for you. <laughs> it's curtains for you, sister. <laughs> yeah, you can make a serviceable rope within a few minutes that way. Um, and in doing so, I will tie it off to something
3: heavier or you know, fixed in the room if, yeah. if there's something I can tie it to. I mean, like, the bed probably wouldn't work.
1: Well, the bed's pretty good four-poster, you know, canopy bed. That probably works. That or the, uh, the wardrobe. pretty solid and the doorknob. There's of things. So...
3: So, yeah, I'll tie it up to, like, the foot of the wardrobe okay. and, uh, throw it out the window and climb down
1: to the, uh... Or I can leap down. I mean, I'm not, you know, to the, to the roof I'm gonna climb back up when you go through the... As you're going through the window, um, the rest of you guys see teeth form on the bottom of the window, uh, uh, and it slams down like it becomes this gaping maw, and tries like to bite you. Roll your dex times two or less to get out of the way and not be bitten.
4: Oh, I rolled an that.
1: eight. He rolls an eight. You barely... Um, now, in order to do that, you're gonna have to get back in instead of you know leap all the way out. Obviously, know? right? Um, and uh, even even then, it takes off your hat, but they put a little little hole in your hat, and that falls to the ground, and the thing slams shut, and then upstairs, there's that little girl's laugh again? And the voice, time the voice says, come take us home. I'm gonna kill that bitch
0: <laughs> she wants to go to hell back where she came from
2: tell me uh, miss Dora
0: <clears throat> that's not my name how
2: do these teethy windows and stabbing kitchen utensils and weird compulsions and voices that we're hearing how does this fit into your grand murder plot that you had all figured out before we got here
0: well, this is the aftermath of what you've done. This is the chaos that you've created. This this evil you've you've <laughs> created, evil incarnate. I,
2: you're off your trolley. Tell it to Sweeney.
3: Well, I don't think that uh, I, I don't think that uh, Margot's uh, capable of murder. Uh,
2: uh, uh, I don't think Rachel's playing with the full deck.
3: I'm not sure about that either. She thinks that we're. Uh, you know, making the whoopies and doing let all Let me this see stuff. that
2: book of slang you've got. In there.
0: <laughs> I could need it. I, I'm all out of slang. <laughs> hey,
1: did anyone want to investigate any other parts of this room? Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, let's look, look under the, the bed. And, and then the wardrobe. Yeah, the yeah,
2: wardrobe. Okay. Just like uh, the other room.
0: Uh, I'll let you guys investigate. What are you going to do? Watch them investigate. Okay. <laughs> We're
3: investigating very thoroughly.
0: Watch them get their limbs bit off by a different... Rachel's going to
2: investigate well, us, investigating... I think that's
0: just
3: because of the outside. was like a monster waiting for us to go
2: out. Yeah.
1: Well, Something
2: logic. obviously does not want us to get out the door.
1: There's nothing under the bed except dust. Just some dust down here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you open the wardrobe... And there's nothing in the wardrobe. Make spot hidden rolls just in case there's anything odd about the wardrobe. Those of you who are actively investigating, I don't think, think you so, think. No. You know. Well, I'll take a look. Let's I can't so, hide. Uh, see if uh, Private Eyes anything on. Uh,
3: holy balls! Holy
1: moly! Yeah, this thing—you're quite certain this whole wardrobe, which is, you know, a good—it's uh, as tall as a person, you know, easily uh, it's got a false back. It's, it should be a little deeper than it is. You, knock, you can knock on and see that it's hollow. Something is hidden back there in the wardrobe. Well, oh, I'm going to open it. And I will meet Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll go to the world of Narnia. Well, you uh, do you want to open it? Or? I do. Okay. And you're not sure how to really open it. It's not like a knob or anything, but you kind of push at it. You see that it tilts, like, spinning around. And you spin it towards you it takes a few seconds for this to register but make sanity rolls as you see this desiccated corpse this body that's standing there like it was right on the other side of the pivoting wall and you've just pivoted it right towards oh, both of you i'm assuming i see and you can see well. that too so make sanity rolls As the thing flips around horribly. it looks like raisin flesh you know like all the moisture's out of it uh Got it. And if you failed that, then lose D6 sanity. And if you made it, just lose one sanity. And you spin around. It then uh, opens its eyes. And lurches out at you. And I don't know. would anyone have a 17 dexterity? No. No. In that case, it reaches out with both hands. And who was right in the way? That would be you. That would be me. Yeah. It reaches out with both hands. You see there long. They're not like claws, per se, but if you let your nails grow for quite some time, and, uh, they're, they're nasty. They look like they could do some damage. Sing the
2: rhyme! And sing the rhyme!
1: being completely shocked! Uh, ooh, it needed a 50, got a 48. How unlucky for you. And if you're gonna sing the rhyme, you should start singing before it rolls its damage.
3: When I'm what's come upon my flesh, and grievous wounds I suffer the simple rhyme spiritual master, service damage buffer. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I said it. Magics. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I guess that's close enough. I guess that's close enough. Because he was actually reading something. That's like a Klaatu Virata Necto moment in right there. But. Uh, incoming damage of. Seven points rakes across your flesh, but because you said the charm, expend seven magic points instead, and you will not take that damage. And the wounds are covered up almost instantly, and even your rent garments heal themselves as well. The power of magic. Uh, but in the next millisecond, the thing is attacking again, and yes, it is still just one turn that it's had. And... I think that Rachel is a little further away than, uh, than Margot. So Margot, with the other hand, this desiccated, undead fiend.
2: What harm uh, would come it's upon my flesh and grievous wounds I'd suffer? The simple rhyme makes a spiritual mesh to serve as a damage buffer.
1: That, oh, you take ten points of damage, but again, and this would have been to your jaw and uh, neck and would have scarred that pretty face. But instead A pretty face is butt. miraculously healed. <laughs> but my you face bud rag- your face butt is not harmed. bug i but face but plug eye face <laughs> butt betting. Plug eye face butt Betty. Face butt buddy ram Well, so you see all this damage miraculously healed. Oh. oh, but I forgot the most important part. Every time you ever do that, you lose one sanity. So both oh, of you mark out a sanity. Okay. Anyway, it's still right there. Who's got the next highest dexterity? That was 17. I you have a 14. 16. You want to have higher than a 14?
3: I also Saul have a
1: 14. Moran, bimbo of action. What do you
3: do? Uh, well, I guess I'm just going to shoot at it. All right. You can shoot
1: twice with that gun.
3: Well, I will shoot once
1: when that oh, I will hit. Oh man, you've been rolling good. I have been rolling good. Roll damage for that, and uh, you hit its like shoulder and part of its neck and collarbone, and it's going to be eight, nine points of damage, nine for a significant amount of damage. And what happens is just chunks of it just fly off when you hit its collarbone and shoulder. Just chunks of its shoulder and collarbone fly off. There's no blood, you know. It's like powdery, and this uh, uh, nasty smell fills the room and it you can't tell from its behavior whether it feels any pain or not but there's a big chunk of its body missing now and what are, who's got the next highest dexterity would that be weird tide i believe yes. oh, okay so what are you doing margo in this time of crisis and margo as you really get a good look at this thing now and there's something about the cut of its jacket and its little sweater vest you realize to your horror. Make a sanity roll as you realize, ah, It's your Uncle Gareth Moby.
2: No, I failed.
1: And you will lose D8 sanity. Oh, Oh, So oh, eight. A terrible Shh. blow. And in fact, in fact, I'm afraid I am afraid because of that much sanity loss at once that you are in danger of temporary insanity. And what is your intelligence?
2: Uh, ten.
1: Okay, well, then roll thirty. You have a thirty percent chance of uh, not going temporarily insane. Woohoohoo! you barely keep it together but that was just like so much you just almost snapped in that moment and, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm even going to argue that it robs you of, of action right. you, you know and you probably gets a good scream yes Yeah. Ah! and meanwhile Rachel you see all this happening to you. what do you do fire into melee I love it Firing a melee is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> and so... Another... A softer... Well, a different sounding gunshot from a revolver 38. hmm Yeah. As you fire at no. the horrible thing. I'm going to apply a minus 10 penalty for a tiny target because you're trying to get basically underneath Saul's armpit and around um, yeah. her. it will so. make it a
4: 50... 50 uh,
1: well, at least it wasn't... Uh, well, you did miss by more than a significant amount. So part of the wardrobe door, chips, bang. And then in the next instant, our desiccated undead friend. Do I get another shot? You we well, said something about that. I wasn't sure. Well, did you shoot only once before? Yes. Okay, good. Go ahead and shoot again at the what? end. And that is how the rules do it. I have been kind of let people do both their shots at once, but this is when oh, you say well, shot will anyway, go so off. bam, bam lashing out with his other hand, he does uh, hook the soft part of your hand, not, you know, not your gun hand, but the other hand, Saul, and is gonna do some damage to you unless you speak the charm again. I don't know how many magic points you have left. Not and you have to make many. The, and you have to make the decision before I roll. That's how the spell works. I have more hit points than I have magic points. So let's put it that way. Okay, and you will take five points of damage, and your left hand is uh, bleeding and aching. That nice little meaty part between your, you know, your thumb and your forefinger down deep in there, give you a nice, nice grip there. Anyway. In the very next millisecond of time, what do you do? Moran. I'm going to attempt to shoot him again. I'm in a very close range. I'm going to allow... I will. I was going to give you a bonus, but you didn't need it. don't need it this time. And go ahead and roll damage with your gun. Just four. All right. Well, altogether, you've done 11 points of damage to this thing so far. And in the next instant of time, what happens, Margo?
2: Margo is going to run out of the room... And I'm going to go get books to hurl at this thing from afar.
1: Okay, you charge out of the room and run towards the library. And as you get to the library door and you start to open it, the same thing that happened the first time Rachel tried to open it. You pull it open and then BOOM! Something pulls shut. shut. Make a strength roll against it. What is your strength?
2: Oh, like an eight. Yeah, it's an eight.
1: Okay, in that case... You have a 35% chance of opening the door against the strength that's pulling against you. And you can't, and it slams shut again. And then there's more laughter from upstairs. Just come in, come in, and take me
2: home. Well, open the damn door, and maybe I will. Take me
3: home tonight. I don't want nothing. <laughs> Go till you
1: see The door opens, and you see Eddie Money in a wind machine <laughs> With a scarf <laughs> Uh, yeah uh,
0: Rest in peace, Eddie Money Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's I yeah, I Rest
1: in peace, Eddie Money yep. Yeah. Yep yeah. Sh-sh-shaken We are sh-sh-shaken with fear On this uh, installment of Goonies World But back to the action It's not Eddie Money, you see But door does open by itself. Do you want to walk in?
2: Oh, well, no.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we're going to cut away from you for a moment and go back to the fight in the guest bedroom when it is Rachel's turn. Are you also firing your gun again? Yes. Both of you guys just unloading into this thing. And you can also fire your gun twice, so All right. this is your first shot. Nope. All right, now, this, uh, and then another... But I hey, tagged the thing. That is more like it with the 45 auto. Oh, for oh 12. Oh nice. Even though you also fire and do some damage, you can tell even as the bullets are leaving your gun. And you hit the jaw first the jaw and then up on the right underneath the eyeball of this thing, and his head just falls apart. Doesn't explode. It's not it's not, uh, like, uh, any blood or gore. It just falls apart like, uh... Like, like, particle board, you know? And... It's pretty horrific. And yet it falls apart, falls to the ground. And as it falls apart, right before his jaw falls off, he goes, Take my baby out! You know...
3: For somebody who wants us to do us to do them a favor, they keep fucking around with us pretty good and doing like hurting. That's us. true. Yeah, Apparently, they they've never heard
2: of act, asking politely. Well.
1: And- you, of you get course, more
2: flies with honey than you do with vinegar, and obviously these spirits don't know that.
1: Well, Margot, you of course are by yourself, saying that into a library. <laughs> now it's not like they're very far away, but they are down at the front of the house, and you're yeah, at the I'm back the cuckoo the
0: one. I can hear her talking to herself
1: from <laughs> over here.
3: Maybe she's talking. Maybe she found somebody. Maybe she's talking to somebody over there. We got to go over there.
0: Talking to there. a ghost. She's in league with them. I knew in it. In league with the ghosts. Oh yeah well, anyway she
1: sleeping with the ghost too uh,
0: <laughs>
3: Well if you guys, if yeah. you guys
1: do run up to her at
2: the Sweeney and so's your old man
1: you, you see she's standing there in front of the open door I mean, you have no way to know it just opened by itself in front of her and that was I believe you were hesitating to go in because it opened by itself Yes yeah the little girl is now silent but the trap door that was at the top of the spiral stairs it's open too. Oh, shit. So I assume we
3: pull up behind at this point. Yeah,
1: you pull up behind. You can see this now at this point.
2: So, yes. So
3: this little girl, she's a little girl? Just she a girl? says she, like she the wants to is... go
2: home. She says she wants to go home.
3: Where's home, I kid? I don't
2: know. It can't be anywhere good. I guess we. I didn't think to ask. She freaked me out.
3: Well, I'm guessing this must be Constance. Well. So the girl's like standing here? No. Oh, I misunderstood. Sorry. No, it's just the voice she's talking to. Oh,
1: okay, gotcha.
3: So, uh, she wants us to take her home because, like, the 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 the, the desiccated, well, your uncle, rest in peace. Uh, I guess it was, but pieces. Yeah, yeah, but he he said to take take my baby home or something. But then she keeps saying she wants to go home, but I don't know where that is. And I'm I know
0: her. it's it's in hell. Well,
3: I don't want to go there
0: just oh, to take some cinder home some kid. We don't have to go go to hell. We just send her there by killing her. I think or destroying her spirit.
3: Well, I don't know how to do that. We just call her names. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel yes. like that's called cyberbullying. That's how yes. you destroy
3: someone's yes. spirit. Quick, let's get a Twitter mob together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, anyway, the voice again, frustratingly no, silent now. But you could try to go up the stairs. That's well, where the that's voice has become... get the feeling Originally, that's where yes, everything's like been emanating everything's from. It's like everything's
2: trying to get us upstairs. So our plan was to go downstairs. But then we decided to check out the room. To clear the...
3: Right. So, you
2: could so we s- could still go downstairs. Oh. Or we could try to communicate from where we are. Maybe we just call up the stairs. Where's your home? Is it Constance? Where is your home?
1: There is no answer now.
2: Okay. Downstairs it is.
3: I, yeah. if she don't want to talk, we're
1: just going to go downstairs and see what's in the basement. Because there can't be anything creepy down there.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. All right, you guys retrace your steps and, uh... You walk out of the room. You walk down the stairs. Now, to get down to the basement, you're going to have to go back into the kitchen. Oh, fuck. Hmm.
0: Said I wasn't going back in there. Well, you go upstairs. Gonna... We'll go We'll
3: go <laughs> down to the basement. Actually, that sounds like a terrible idea.
2: It doesn't sound so bad to me.
0: Of course, you want me to have... Be stuck with forks and knives...
2: Well, no. We'll go to the kitchen, to the basement. You go upstairs and find the little girl to bring her home.
0: I always love a
3: good split up. That seems not going to happen. That seems dangerous.
2: (laughs) If you're refusing to go in the kitchen, what are you going to do? Stand in the living room and cower?
3: He could play the piano. Or she could play the piano. You know how to play the piano? You know, to tickle the ivories? Hmm.
0: (laughs) I know how to tickle a lot of things. (laughs) Including ivories. Do you guys go back into the kitchen? A
2: quiff, are you?
1: <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> a regular ivory tickler, you are. <laughs> well, do you guys uh, walk back into the kitchen and go downstairs?
2: I think we should investigate the basement. I think we should just run through the kitchen really, really fast.
0: Yeah, that's kind it's of the thing. Just, just dark through.
2: ankle it as fast as we can.
3: More, uh, more, doing more work with the knees than the ankles at that point, I think. But I think that's probably a good idea.
1: Okay, you're gonna run across the kitchen, all of you. Yeah. All right. Margo, you guys get halfway across the kitchen. You're bound towards that basement door, or the door, the stairs that lead down to the cellars, and the stove that's already been hurled around the room a few times. You guys hear it. Ooh. Flies across the room right towards you, Roll When
2: harm f- comes upon my flesh and <laughs> grievous wounds I'd suffer, the simple rhyme oh, makes oh. spiritual mess to serve as a damage buffer.
1: Okay, well you- You read that thing as, uh, this thing flies in towards you, and- It's gonna, like, smash into you for 11 points of damage unless you spend that many magic points because you said the poem. of Okay,
2: so let me ask you this. If I don't, can I use the remaining magic points that I have, and then take the balance yes, and damage? Yes, that's how it works. Okay,
1: you soak up as much of it as you can.
2: Okay.
4: That's well, this wasn't the greatest
1: idea Do we ever had. You guys turn around from your from the safety of the basement stairs, and you see her. Uh, this great, great big thing rolls off where it you hit you her.
2: Thir- how many did you say? Thirteen. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, right. as you're laying there, the stove door opens. Uh, you know, into where they were put in the firewood. And you guys can't see it from your perspective in the doorway. But, Margo, you see the oven door opens. And inside, you, there's, uh, of course, just, you know, like old bits of uh, firewood and charcoal. Because, you know, there have been some vagrants in here. And... Inside, though, you see stars, and there's a, r- a pulsing star that looks familiar And the little girl's voice again. Take me home. Read the poem. Take me home. Read the poem. What poem? Take me home. Up, up, and read. Up,
2: up, and read. Where's your
1: star just pulses again your in the home? darkness.
2: Where's your home? The
1: pulsing star is your only answer. That's where,
0: uh, that's where she's from?
2: Her home is Aldebaran?
0: What's the name of that star?
2: Aldebaran,
0: Aldebaran? Yeah, Aldebaran, Aldebaran.
3: Well, oh, I don't have a spaceship. I don't know what she's thinking.
2: Well, I suspect we've Wondered if perhaps this house oh. is a dimensional door. Perhaps there is Constance. some way.
0: get Some,
2: and she says something about a poem. Perhaps some. There's a word spells I know what we've got to do. We've got to throw her in the oven. The, the proper dimension. That's the
0: gateway right there.
3: Well, you go upstairs and you go get her. <laughs> you bring it down here and you try throwing her in the oven. You see, tell us how that goes.
1: Constance. we we'll wait. <laughs> you We're down here in the kitchen. From the basement, which you haven't got down into yet. You hear a low, long, rumbling gurgle, Uh-oh. and a couple of loose bricks and shifting and things like that—loose masonry—not like a giant crash. Who's down there? Little bits falling off. I—I I don't like the sound of that. I'm I... gonna
2: say to the oven door, Constance. If you want us to help you, you have to make the house stop hurting us. That's the only way we can help you. I'm not doing
1: it. My brother's doing it. He lives in the basement. Hmm. Do we hear this? No, only she hears it. Hey, Mago! So you might want to go ahead and walk down to the basement. Uh, and the <laughs> there's,
2: some, there's some funny oh, noises coming out of the basement. Yeah, um... I I talked to Constance and she says it's her brother that's that's causing all the the harm and attacking us. I don't know. I don't know who to believe. This house. Now, did we? I'd is really it just like to knowledge that go to a joint. She disappeared. Toss back a few. The,
0: the brother did. It was no,
1: he, and he never heard of anything about a brother. Yeah.
0: I don't think this brother's on record. There's yeah. no. I've never heard about a brother. Um, this is one of those brothers, you know, that one of the kids that they're ashamed of, and they keep locked away, I think.
3: I don't think it's Constance's brother. I think it's whatever Constance really is his brother, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, perhaps, yes.
3: Cause I don't think we're dealing with a little girl, and if we are, it's a little girl from another planet, or another star system, or whatever, or something, far away. Another dimension. Who knows? Another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. <laughs> Another
2: dimension.
1: Well, um... Something's down in that basement. Something is down in that basement. Well, to quote Joey Ramone, I don't want to go down to the basement. <laughs> great great occult researcher, Joey Ramone. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. Little known aspect of his... Life and career. I don't want to be buried
0: in a pet cemetery. I want my life to begin again, or something.
2: Let's we ankle it out of here and. I think I would to like the, the, to be base- closest to the chees- No, go to the closest speakeasy.
1: Well, uh, go ahead and go outside and see what happens. There's a back door here too. Now that you're in the kitchens.
2: Let's juicy what's going on outside right now. Okay. Oh
1: boy. All right. you open the back door in the kitchen. And outside you see sand and bright sunlight. Sand, 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 and more sand. And in the distance, you can see pyramids. They look like the pyramids of Giza, except there's a great black pyramid that is much larger than the others. And the pyramids of Giza are shiny. Covered with uh, Shining stone That is what you see outside
2: Well isn't that interesting
0: Now is this Is only she seeing it?
1: Well no, anyone who looks out the door When it's open Even though there are windows in here that show Rainy Arkham, when you open that door Out the door you can all see This this, this, uh, ancient Egyptian scene With a With a pyramid to some kind of dark pharaoh that is lost to history.
0: I don't remember that pyramid.
2: It seems to me we've got two choices. We either go downstairs and deal with the brother, or we go upstairs and deal with the entity that supposedly wants to go home.
1: You go home when I go home. Says a voice that now you can all hear. Well... It seems like it might
3: be easier to get this thing home if we dealt with the brother who would then not be able to impede us any further, but I think what would happen if we tried that would would be we just get killed. So, I think we just gotta leave the
1: basement alone and uh, do what we can, I don't know. Sometimes discretion is the better part of Val. Maybe this brother is
0: not all that uh, we think he might be. Just don't
3: Why don't you go down and take a peek, and you just let me know what it looks like. You're, you're a brave woman of action. I Come on. Love That's a good right.
1: split up. The truth is in that basement. The truth is down there. I've got to get to the truth.
0: Do, Even if it kills me.
1: Do you want to go I'm check a, it out?
0: I'm a reporter. I must know the truth.
3: This is such a hot scoop. <laughs> okay, well. That broad's crazy. Rachel Hemingway
1: by herself heads down. I'll,
3: I mean I'll I'll, st- I'll just want to peek. I'll stay I just want to look at something. I'll go down a little bit with my gun drawn I'll and peek- keep an eye. I'll
2: peek over his shoulder. but
3: I'm not going all the way down okay but I'll, I'll help I mean I'll sh- help shoot at something if I have to.
1: Yeah, well, you're on the stairs, creaky old wooden stairs and there's a little chain to pull on an electric light that's down here. So you pull that and you go all the way down and there's this a like, great big tarp in the middle of the floor. It looks like it's covering some masonry work or something. But it could be like it's about car-sized, you know, whatever it's covering up. Like old heavy tarp. Do you want to remove the tarp, Rachel? Meanwhile, the two of you are still on the stairway. It's a doorway to help. Would you like to remove the tarp? Yes. When you do this thing, stand up and towers over you. It can't even stand up all the way because of the basement. It looks like it's been under the floor. This thing is hideous. And by the way, everybody uh, make a sanity roll. As you look at this thing, it's it's not altogether... It kind of looks like a crow in a way, but it kind of looks like a mole. It's a crow. Uh, it kind of looks like an ant, but it also kind of looks like a buzzard. Uh, it kind of looks like a decomposed human being, but it also kind of looks like a parrot. It's a horrific thing that you see, and if you made that sanity roll, then you only lose one sanity. But if you failed that sanity roll, then you lose D6 sanity, as you look upon Constance's brother. And it turns this beaked over large head towards you, and does anyone...
2: Rachel? Can we dispense with the truth now and get upstairs to the rescuing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, you scream in horror as the thing attacks, and does anyone have a 15 dexterity? No, we only have 14. And a noble whore. It claws you, Rachel, and it hits with its terrible claws. And I'm reaching for some dice. Stupid. And it's oh. gonna do. Yeah, I think you. You want to defend yourself. You must read the poem.
0: When harm wouldn't come upon mine flesh and grievous wounds I'd suffer, this simple rhyme makes spiritual mesh to serve as damage buffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: such a dumb. Okay, so you don't it's a take. Great rhyme. So you don't take six points of damage, but mark those off your magic points. All right. And then the thing bites you. And. It will actually bite you. And... It's going to do... Unless you want to read the poem again. (laughs) You're supposed to decide before you roll it. I already rolled the damage, but hopefully I'm hiding it. No, go ahead. Okay, you take three points of damage. Uh, Oh. And also... When you take that damage... It's still attached to you with its bite, I'm at and it's zero suck. Oh, you are unconscious, and it's sucking blood out of Rachel there on the ground in front of you. And then it looks up at you, and it's a horrible growl as the light plays in its eyes the way it does a cat's eyes, you know. And it, these big wings unfold from the back from its back. And uh, you don't even see how it could get out of this basement, but it obviously got out of a floor. And it starts to stalk towards you guys. And that was its turn, and now on Dexterity 14, does Saul do anything? Rachel, needless to say, is lying down on the basement floor. You guys are still on the stairs, and the thing's towering right over her. And it looks horrific.
3: Uh, I'm gonna shoot at it if And blam, 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 blam! Another good solid
1: hit. Another good solid hit. Let's roll some damage. Nine. Okay, this is not bad. Your bullets tear into the thing and it appears to... If not hurt it, it at least notices. You know, it seems to be able to take physical damage. And, uh, what are you doing meanwhile, Margo?
2: I am going to grab a kitchen knife from the kitchen yeah, yeah. and hurl it at the monster. Okay,
1: that's great. That's a throwing roll. Throwing the skill.
2: Which. <laughs>
1: well, it might be one of the combat skills It's not on the sheet. Yeah, that's not. Let's call it 10%. <laughs> and no, you floated but I love it. I love it. And, uh,. Rachel, of course, unfortunately, is unconscious. And then the thing... Picks her up. And throws her over the stairs at both of you. Uh, Like that! (laughs) She falls into the wall and still seems totally unconscious when she hits. But you guys roll your dexterity times five or less to get out of the way don't know that fast in your head. Just tell me your decks, and I'll tell you what it is.
2: Fourteen. Okay.
1: Those of you who, did Very you both great. make it? Yes. Okay. That's good. Otherwise, you feel like it might have like knocked you down the stairs into the basement. But her, Rachel's poor, almost lifeless-looking body is at least closer to you now.
2: Right. We can carry her up the stairs. Uh, you Please.
1: can also get my gun. Yeah, her gun's still that's with true. her. Do you want to? get Rachel and get the hell out of the basement or do you want to stay and fight this horrible thing I think
3: if it follows us we'll keep shooting at it but I think we're just going to try to get the fuck out of
1: here you get the feeling it can't get out of the basement quickly like it might have to batter its way out like it's too big to get up out of the hole like it was buried under the floor for some reason
3: yeah so you you'll get the ankles I'll get the wrists
1: okay Okay, you guys drag her up there and now what do you do you're up walking through the kitchen you're holding the unconscious Rachel back to the triage room <laughs> the living room you go you back drag her into the living room and make a first aid roll see if you can at least wake her up yes okay now uh, roll 20. a d3 20. that's how many hit points are restored so which is a you know, half of a d6 and two. two but at least you are up and staggering around now what do you guys do this thing, you can hear it banging around downstairs. You get big wings flapping against the floor below you, and hear hear it growling. Meanwhile, the storm's still raging outside, maybe we could uh,
0: throw make like a Molotov cocktail or something, and throw it down in the basement. There is there is the liquor cabinet upstairs. That's not a bad idea. That's
2: not a bad idea. But course,
3: that's gonna light the uh, my. That'll just set the whole the whole place, place on, on fire. fire.
1: Yeah, Quick. And then of course you could also, you know, there's still this idea. Maybe that's the only way to send these things home, like that. Oh, that's that's a possibility. I don't want to go with them. No, but. And of course, there's also this "you go home when I go home" taunt that you heard. You don't know what she means by read a poem to me, home. You don't know what poem she's right. talking about. It's obviously not the one you have been reading.
2: Right.
1: Oh, but. Well, she maybe, said
2: go up. She was so I'm assuming a, It's up by the telescope, maybe. She was singing
0: a, a like a little nursery rhyme before. She was. It's not the same poem. Oh, okay. All
3: right. Um, I, I, look, I'm glad. I'm glad you're uh, conscious and everything, Rachel. But I think we got to go. I think we got to go upstairs. I think we got to go all the way up and talk and just see if th- maybe there's a poem. Maybe she's got a book up there or something. We can read a poem, whatever it is. But I just want to get out of here and go
1: back to Boston. Anyone would at this. point. Of course, you you've already made your four dollars a day plus expenses for one day. Doesn't seem worth it, probably.
0: But see your your Boston clam chatter is, uh, my, um, scoop. You
1: know, that's all I want. Scoop. All I want is a scoop of Boston clam chowder. I know. <sighs> well, do you guys want to go upstairs? Or do you want to try to get out and face whatever is outside? Or do you want to go downstairs and kill that thing in the basement? I'm going upstairs. Well,
0: let's go upstairs and yeah. see what this young lady has to say for herself.
1: Well, you go up those spiral stairs again. That trap door that led to the attic room was helpfully open second you put your heads up over and climb into the room. It's an attic room, and the spiral staircase continues up to the tower, but that was just like one little small room up there. It goes up above the attic. There are boxes and storage and things like that, an old dressmaker's dummy, and a couple of weird things. And pink al- there's like a alabaster arm and torso tilted up in one corner, and a uh, photograph of Milan. And, uh, and then also though right in the middle there's a cage in the middle of the room and the little thing in the cage lifts up its head and looks at you and everybody makes sanity rolls as you look at the thing with its lopsided misshapen eyes as if part of its face just began to melt and then stopped and reformed halfway through melting and these little stunted vestigial wings on its back and two extra arms on its sides. And a little tail. Exactly where the whole, the extra holes in the little girl's clothes were cut out. And it looks up at you. And there's a great big lock on the cage. And there is a, a symbol that the cage is sitting aside. It's made of salt, though. And uh, it's a roughly triangular sign. It's a sign you guys don't know. You don't know enough about the... The mythos. But it's probably some same, some warding and protection thing that prevents her from blasting open the lock and getting the hell out. She's forced to uh, interact.
2: I have an idea before And she looks up to
1: you with these terrible little sad eyes. And those of you who failed that sanity roll, did anyone fail it? I did. Okay, if you failed it, you lose D10. No, D- sanity, as you look at this otherworldly child. And if you succeeded, you lose two. That's how hard she is to look at. Um, She points at the spiral staircase. As if you are supposed to keep going.
3: Do you you have an idea? I heard you say, say something about an idea. Well,
2: I had an idea until she... What I was thinking was that if we go upstairs... And we find out there in the telescope and then try to get out the front door.
1: Well it doesn't that seems to match with what she wants at the moment. Well, it involves going up to the tower.
3: I got no better idea anyway, so I'd say we just keep on uh, going up before that thing in the basement gets out.
1: And what she seems like in some ways is like a really stunted, deformed version of the thing you saw in the basement. Like, it's been,
3: like, like, she's been sort of put in this cage and, like, has this symbol put
1: around her so that she could not continue... Yes, right. Yes, yes. As if she's not been allowed to achieve her full potential. Right. Um, so, continuing to climb up the ladder. And, Rachel, you're feeling shaky, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> continuing to climb up the spiral staircase, you end, end up in the telescope room. Um, And there is a piece what seems like a pane of glass sitting on the tabletop. It's not a huge, like, giant telescope. It's it's a table-mounted telescope. It's just looking out of... Of course, it's an overcast night. You know, you're not gonna see anything through the telescope. Um, you're gonna see clouds. But there's a... looks like a pane of glass sitting on that same table where the telescope is. But as you get closer to it, dim light and occasional flashes of lightning from outside there's like, it's a piece of parchment that's in between two pieces of glass like a super old, old piece of parchment and uh, the writing, it looks Latin at first and most people who've been to university or of some sort or even high school back in the 20s can recognize Latin you know, when it's written but it's just nonsense words it's just little, it's just rhyming nonsense words like you know, that sort of thing That's the poem. And, uh, that is what you see up here. Meanwhile, the sounds from the basement, there's a terrible rending crack from the basement as if major floor sections are coming loose down below the kitchens. Uh, well, is it possible to read this poem? Yeah, and you get the sense... Hurry up and read it. Yeah, and you get the sense you, uh, you should all read it together, okay. even though it's nonsense words. And so, repeat after me: is a Hey. of hay, a lot hay, a lot of All right, let's say that again: a day, a lot of holiday, a And this is what it takes: is this repeated chanting. And when you think want to look through the telescope. Mm -hmm. when you look to the telescope (sighs) just lose one sanity as you pierce the clouds and the curtains of night and you see the star Aldebaran and you see through the clouds of the fourth planet from it and you see the hideous and profane rites that occur on that far distant hellscape and within that moment the lens cracks And you don't see anything else, and the whole house starts to shake. And from outside, against the clouds, there's this darker shape, and you see their huge wings coming in. Wings that dwarf the largest aeroplane you've ever heard of. And there's a terrible screaming sound, almost like a a warning klaxon on a ship, you know. And then this thing is closer and closer and closer. Do you want to run down out of the stairs? It looks like it's going to head right towards this
2: room you're in, the tower
1: itself. Or do you stay for its approach?
3: I think that might be her
1: ride, so I think we just need to go.
2: I think we need whatever the 1920s phrase for get the fuck out of here <laughs> is. That's what we should do.
1: Everybody make dexterity times five. Or less. <laughs> <coughs> if you succeed, then you make it down the stairs just as you hear this terrible crash. As one glance behind your shoulder, the whole top of the tower comes off. The little girl... The cage falls apart. Like, all her mental powers are complete. And and unfettered now with the, the greater power of this thing that's just come in. And when you... Uh, again, you risk up and the background. I assuming you're downstairs out the door, even as far away from up here as you can be, right? To go tearing through the house, you see this, there's ice all over the wings of this thing, and it looks like a much larger version of the thing you saw downstairs. You run down to the floor, of course, the whole kitchen floor is probably all buckled up, you heard it, but there's something banging against over and over and over against the floor of the Great Hall as you run through it towards the front door. But you get to the front door, throw it open, and it's Arkham. It's raining. Do you want to get out? Yes. Straight to my car. You turn around, and you're running across that big yard, back to where well, your car is in the U-shaped driveway. You hear the crash above you. You look up, and the whole tower section falls down, and you see the departing form of this huge winged thing. sail sails back up into the clouds. Uh,
0: I, I decided that some things are best left um, undescribed, unspoken.
1: Some stories man did not need to know, is that what you've decided?
0: Yes, I quit my job as a journalist.
3: <laughs> Sometimes getting a scoop is uh, not worth the trouble.
1: Well, whether you stay to... I got to a scoop a... of insanity, I could say that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, a, maybe a rest at the sanatorium for a little while. Yeah, just just
2: give me just some a of weeks, water some water, water in a butt, and I'll be okay. My
1: lifetime, probably. Well, and I'll assume Rachel makes her way to the sanatorium to check herself in. Well, I can, I uh, I can drop you off, drop you off if you like. And then
3: do you just, yeah. just
0: I'll just be here, just a little while. That's all.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, you'll be right as rain in a few a few months, probably. Well, well,
2: ice, no. ice picks to the orbitals are supposed to do wonders.
1: The nuns of the sanatorium take take Rachel in with gentle, cooing sounds. and hook uh, her up to some fucking electrodes. Yeah, and then you're marched off to this room down in the basement where they say, Now we will prepare you for your healing. As you open the door and you look and see what's inside, you scream in terror. And that's where we're going to leave you, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Margot and Saul... Said, uh, something about giggle water. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go to the, the club noir? I uh, whatever, whatever. they got some uh, some nice
3: some music and some stiff
2: sweat. stiff drink. Stiff got some
1: Everybody knows you. Everybody knows you can get a stiff drink uh, uh, under the table. You know, over at Club Noir, and it's uh, yeah.
2: stiff drink and a butt's what I want.
1: And uh, stiff
2: butt. A hmm. Stiffy and a butt. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: And so, congratulating each other over, over a stiff drink from surviving. And uh, you laugh and have fun for a while, but at some point, even though the music is nice, the laughter just kind of falls flat. And you glance over into a mirror that's behind the bar. And just for a second, you think you see the hideous, distorted little face of Constance looking back at you. And that's just where we're going to leave it. For our Halloween special and Call of Cthulhu. Alright. So, happy Halloween. Happy everyone. Halloween! Happy, happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Yes, and thank you to Lynn for joining us tonight.
2: Thank you for having me. So,
1: we'll see you
2: next time.